Alright, it is May. Welcome to May. We're already a week into May. Exactly. It's weird. We're almost in the double digits of May. Yeah. We're, you know what? Most importantly, we are almost to Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out Friday. Hmm. I'm excited. I don't know about either of you. I mean, I'm excited for it, but there's so much to play right now. Yeah, I mean, like, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak just came out on Xbox. Someone gifted that to me. Oh, cool! Uh, we, we have Monster Hunter Rise, the new Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, yes. we've talked it. Have we? Talked we about have this? it. Um, <laughs> I, so. uh, uh, I just got Jedi Survivor, so I've been playing that over the weekend. Wait, PC or Xbox? Oh my god. Uh, Xbox, because okay. the PC port is there. We can um, talk about that too. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm still playing the Old Republic because they added like a whole season pass thing to it. So okay, so Leslie, um, in case we haven't told you or if you we've forgotten in general, um, something happened. We don't know when. One of the extra lives, probably. Uh, at one point, Nate logged into my computer, connected, was then logged in, was able to play whatever. Uh, and because of that, we now, every time he gets a game, I have access to it. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. Yeah, he is no longer part of on the thing. He is just, it's it's <laughs> it's mine now. I get to play games for free. Um, and it's great because it's games that I would never buy myself. Uh... <laughs> Nate's your other game pass. Yeah, I've got my game pass and then my Nate pass. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, hello, hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. Um, as always, I am one of your hosts, Chris, aka Tom Robredo, alongside Nate, aka Lil Teapot, and, and oh dang, sorry. oh let I me like do my own and. <laughs> And Leslie, aka Kimono Jones. Yay. Yay. Two times in a row. Man, that's awesome. Queen of consistency. Oh. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, springtime. Uh, I've also decided I'm going to start this up so you guys can actually see me instead of me just being a green nothingness for you. The green um, void. Green void of nothingness, yeah. Um, yeah, the Kimono, kimono Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever, because you know, you've seen what the background looks like. This is the one that, like, th- our year in review one. I'm like, I want to change it. I'm tired of just green. This is now our color scheme for Space Time Talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I like it. Multiple colors. Who doesn't the like new that? era? Yeah. yeah, just call it bisexual lighting on YouTube. So no, there's <laughs> there's still green in it. There's no. Green I mean, in it's bisexual. it's the space time version of bisexual. Like... <laughs> yeah. It's the larger spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, we do have a lot of news as we talked about before we actually went live live. Um, so before that, let's talk about some of the stuff that we've actually been enjoying on our own. Uh, now, I don't know. Leslie, you have not made it out to the movies to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3, have you? 
No. Okay. And that is why this is a spoiler-free talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, you know I don't care, though. <laughs> yeah, but Kim hasn't seen it. We're going tomorrow night. Yeah, I was going to say lots of people. You should do spoiler-free for the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can always talk about it because, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm years behind in the Marvel universe. <laughs> what was the last Marvel movie? Because I know you watched you watched She-Hulk, didn't you? Probably. No. Oh, you didn't even. Oh, that's right. We no, talked about I've that. Seen, I've seen none of the shows. Not even no. WandaVision. Wow. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm that far behind. I, the last one I saw was probably Wakanda Forever. Okay. Well, you're yeah. not that far behind. You're two movies behind then. Well, that's movies. <laughs> TV show wise, you're like eight. TV show, right? you're, yeah. you're <laughs> so far behind. You have a lot so of TV to watch. And there's so <laughs> much good. Uh, you can watch. You you get to watch all of. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier beginning to end and uh, look at it and be like, people were like, this isn't about race. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) God damn. Um, Yeah, okay. Well, hey, you get to hear our impressions. The the internet gets to hear our impressions. Uh, Nate, what did you think, again, spoiler free, of Guardians 3? Before I went to see this movie, I mentioned to the person I always go to see these movies with, Dave, um, that I expected to honestly be disappointed by it. Um, Surprised to say I was not. (laughs) Um, Very much the opposite of disappointment for this movie. Uh, All around, it was was just great. It was phenomenal. Um, This is up there with Wakata Forever is like my number one for the phase right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, so the fun part is this is the first mm-hmm. movie of the phase. Technically, yes. Weirdly, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't feel. Uh, oh no, no, sorry. Second movie. I forgot. I forgot mm-hmm. that Ant Man happened. Whoops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot about Ant Man Three. Uh, I mean, yes, it's technically the second movie of the phase, but at least after, if I'm just, people like to divide these phases up based on the official stuff. I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> the phase for me, there's phase one and phase two at this point. Phase one is everything before Endgame, phase two is everything after Endgame. Okay. Yeah, um, I would agree with that, because I feel like after Endgame, I was like, I, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. It really does. Watching. <laughs> Endgame really is a good, like this is the culmination of a decade of movies and now it's done. And then moving forward, it's like, okay, this is new. We don't need to pretend that anything happened. I mean, you can still exist everything beforehand, but moving forward, it's like a new generation's movies almost. Yeah. No, I, I I just really, really like this movie. Um, There are parts of it. I mean, the movie's hilarious throughout the comedy is still very much in effect. Guardians has always been a comedy at heart, but, uh, this movie had a lot more heart to it, a lot more tear-jerking moments to it than something like Guardians 2. Guardians 2, out of this trilogy of Guardians movies, is probably the weakest. This one is probably the strongest mm-hmm. of all three of them. <laughs> yeah. I um, I After seeing this one, I really want to go back and rewatch 1 and 2. Uh, I've listened to other people rewatch like their like, re-reviews kind of thing. Um, and I remember so much from those movies... Uh, 
But after seeing this one, I'm like, oh my god, is this is this the best of the three? Because it really was. <laughs> I kind of went in the same way where I'm like, I feel like I'm going to walk away from this one a little bit disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. Especially because I, I got specifically one thing spoiled for me ahead of time. Um, mm-hmm. And it was something that I half expected to happen. Uh, but it's also technically not true in a sense. But that is something that I will tell Les, talk to Leslie about <laughs> after we're on, off of live. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, I thought that it was fantastic. Um, the music, because we finally kind of stepped away from the the 70s and 80s music and we went into the the 90s and eventually 2000s um Mm -hmm. i love that shift uh the opening scene alone with its choice uh and its choice of character singing along to the song um (laughs) i like it set it up to be like oh this is 100 percent a focus story on this mm-hmm. one character. Other people have a story oh, yeah. in progression, but this is 100% Rocket's story. Mm-hmm. Just straight out the gate. Um, and I have seen that uh, there were like interviews where James Gunn said the story that they told would have or could have been a standalone Rocket and Groot story at one point, mm-hmm. um, which I think could have worked, but I think having the whole team, even Chris Pratt, um it was fine (laughs) (laughs) or did well um but no i i absolutely love this this is if you have not been feeling the majority of the newer movies since endgame um or since i guess no way home no far from home far from home is technically Mm -hmm. i don't fucking phases phases man phases make no (laughs) sense um I kind of look at it pre-COVID and post-COVID. That's the difference for me. (laughs) Uh, This is probably, like you said, up there with Black Panther, where it feels the most, the most good, good Marvel stuff that they've done. Um, Ignoring TV. I love it. That's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, if we're just looking at it from through an objective lens, um, it's a quality movie on top of everything else yeah um i i remember watching it and realizing like there's things from the holiday special i'm recognizing in this movie and forgetting of course the holiday special is where we left the guardian story that that was canonical and that's a thing that happened for the guardians (laughs) um but yes it is like you said it is 100 percent well not 100 percent, but 75 percent about rocket most of the way through the movie um there is a B plot involving Quill and Gamora and a further C plot involving Quill and somebody else. And then a D plot involving Adam Warlock and a bunch of other stuff going on. <laughs> There's Which so many I, things. <laughs> I loved what they did with Adam Warlock too. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people were expecting a very, this is like the closest to spoiler I will get. They, I mm-hmm. think people were expecting the serious Adam Warlock, and they got... Um, they got a fucking goofball. Yeah, they got a goofball. <laughs> they got, what if we gave a baby superpowers? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and I love that actor in the first place, because uh, yes. he was in the Maze Runner trilogy, um, mm-hmm. and I I really enjoy that one. He obviously got to play a little bit more of a serious role in that one. Um, yeah. 
Well, I, I will put this out there for this isn't really spoiler content, but I had to I had to give a content warning about this movie to a friend of mine. Absolutely. Um so for anyone planning to go to see this movie who has not, if you have pets or just a lot of affection in your heart for animals in general, um, especially if you own bunnies like this particular friend of mine does, you're probably going to want to skip this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it is very... Just I don't want to say torture. Animals but... and, it's animals and body horror is <laughs> like yeah. as far as I can put that. Um, but yes, you're probably going to want to skip this movie. There, it, Honestly... During those scenes, it was difficult for me to sit through (laughs) and watch what was going on. Um, But yeah, that's just a content warning for anyone who may have not seen it yet, who is sensitive to those things. Um, Other than that, like I said, it's still a good movie altogether. Um, The the High Evolutionary is probably one of my favorite villains of all time now. (laughs) Um, He is this hyper-intelligent, raving lunatic who throws tantrums like nobody else on the screen, and it still works. Like, you never get to a point where you're like, oh, I just hate this villain and I want him off screen. It's like, I want to see what he does, because (laughs) he is... He is basically throwing a fit the entire time throughout the movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That actor is fantastic, too, because he... Mm -hmm. um, was most recently on Peacemaker, Peacemaker. the show, which, uh, of course, also um, James Gunn created or directed and all that. uh, Mm. Which, speaking of casting-wise, this movie has so, so many, like, cameos. Um, Oh, yeah. I know everyone's favorite SNL alumni Pete Davidson <laughs> has a <laughs> little. <laughs> That's I literally brought it up okay. just so I could get that reaction from you. There literally, there are just so many reasons adding up to why I won't be going to see this movie. <laughs> so I'll share. I'll finish. Like I'll share my thoughts when you're done finishing your thoughts because I already have thoughts about this movie and I have a question. Um, weirdly enough, I I brought this up to Kim. Half the cast from Castle, the TV show Castle, is in this movie. Because <laughs> Nathan Fillion was in in Guardians did One. You watch Castle? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course I did. I loved Nathan Fillion, and then you know, in uh, Stanikatic. <laughs> oh yeah, look, oh, everyone watched Castle. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you, when a show that you really like gets canceled, you immediately are like, if he does any, if they do, if any of these cast members do anything else, I'm going to watch those shows. Even mm. if they're not great. Uh, <laughs> I get that. Okay. Uh, but no, Nathan Fillion came back um, as this time as a role where you actually get to see his face. Um, mm-hmm. But if you, there's a scene with the Ravager, Ravagers. Uh, one of the Ravagers, little redhead girl, uh, is the daughter from Castle. <laughs> Again, I don't think either of you watched it, but if you have no. out there, Molly, whatever the hell is in this movie very small part obviously she's just ensemble kind of stuff um and of course he threw in his wife uh because she's in like everything he does now um and not in a bad way she's actually a really good actress uh (laughs) it's not like a what it doesn't fall under nepotism in that situation right no no but i mean 
it's it's been a thing in Hollywood forever. If you've got family to go into the movie, the entire yeah. reason Sean Gunn is in Guardians is because is he's because... fantastic and everybody loves well, Sean Gunn is, from no, the great, one really, of the greatest shows ever. Gossar, he's really uh, really Girls. good, but like <laughs> he's in it because he's James Gunn's brother. Like, go on. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I just looked him up. I did not know who that was. Who yes. Sean Gunn? Yes. Yeah, he's from Gilmore but... Girls. Oh my god! Everyone keeps claiming that. Who was he in Gilmore Girls? Um. Oh my god! Why can't I remember his name right now? To be fair, I didn't watch a lot of Gilmore Girls. He was in Gilmore Girls at some point. He played. Kirk. He played Kirk. Uh, He's fantastic. He's hilarious. I love that man in just about every role he plays. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's that is that the that's like an F plot, right? Or was that the D plot you were talking about? I mean, well, no, that's kind of like an F or G (laughs) plot at this point. Um, That was just a even joke, yeah. Just his little journey throughout. I mean, he gets a whole character arc through the movie, and yeah. you see him in like three major scenes. So that's an accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, him being paired up with and also against Cosmo is the long joke that runs through the entire movie, and they play it so well. <laughs> it's such a good payoff. Uh, another, again, speaking of cameos, that's the the way they worked in. Um, Howard the Duck for the third time. Because, uh, you know, everybody loves Seth Green as Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. I just, why can't we get more of him? Give him an entire show. <laughs> I think they're going to gear up to something involving Howard the Duck in a major way eventually. Yeah, hopefully. All right, Leslie. Well, what did, what did your, you had, you said you had pre-thoughts basically before you ever watched this movie. Um, yeah. I'm never going to watch Chris. Oh. <laughs> long form again so oh, okay. um, that was all like i'm already not gonna go i'm glad that you really enjoyed it and i'm glad that it was the best one of the three especially because i don't i don't think i really enjoyed the second one that much either mm-hmm. um but no i'm i'm pratted out thank you i've tapped out um <laughs> number one number two um thank you for letting me know about the animal thing i did read that somewhere and that was the second strike of like oh okay yeah. i'm definitely not going to need to see this third if i had actually gone to sit through it and then i got a pete davidson jump scare i would have gotten up and walked out so thank you for telling me to so be fair <laughs> you if you don't know he's there you won't notice he's there mm. <laughs> I, maybe <laughs> maybe my petty levels are high oh. um <laughs> four i saw this clip on Twitter of some guy that was super happy because he said that finally Marvel has a movie that doesn't have any wokeness in it. Can you comment on what he means by that? I'm confused. He was a very annoying man, to be fair. So... Um, I don't know what he meant, but he specifically was like, finally, this movie's not pushing some woke agenda. I don't know if he means there are no women in it or what. I mean, no, women have been important to Guardians since the beginning. And you can't say no black people because Zoe Zadana is literally the main character. She's she's green, okay, to be fair. Okay, well... um... (laughs) 
<laughs> I was going to say, you also, it's one of those, because that was uh, Mario. People were saying Mario was mm-hmm. woke because Princess Peach was self-sufficient. Um, and I'm like, you have a cast of characters that you do have multiple strong female characters. Uh, I I don't know why anybody would say it's not. Especially uh, because you're telling me there's some sort of animal cruelty angle. I don't know. These these people who complain about wokeness, like, it, I, I don't understand it because we can go back to shows like She-Hulk and fucking, um... The enemy in that, in that fucking show is literally misogyny, so... <laughs> yes, um... But uh, the twerking scene in She-Hulk, people think that's somehow wokeness. So, like... The problem with people who complain about something being woke is they're making it up as they go. Yeah. Wokeness is just a buzzword that means, at this point, something is even inclusive. slightly progressive <laughs> progressive or inclusive, and therefore we don't like it. Um, I mean, if all you want to do is see buff white dudes on screen beat people up, Guardian still has plenty of that. But... It's got so many other things to it that I, I don't know where this argument comes from. <laughs> they, I will say they are less buff than before. Uh, oh, yes. They, uh, that's been a thing where um, they've all kind of realized that they don't need to work as hard to be mm-hmm. as big anymore. It's like, oh, I don't have to be that. Yeah. Um, well, so Chris Pratt has had especially difficult time keeping up with the workout routines he's been in for yeah. the Star-Lord role. Um, and Batista has been very open about the fact that he, he, he basically is like, I'm old. I don't want to be shirtless anymore. I can't do shirtless anymore. So that's why he has no. shirts on the entire movie again. Well, you... Chris Evans, his contract had a hard out for the Captain America movies. Cause he's like, I literally cannot do this workout routine. Yeah. <laughs> Did you read the thing about, um, Batista not coming back for any other movies? Yeah, he um that was a while I think that was early on when when the third one got announced, it basically was announced that hey, we get a third one, but I'm out. I'm not doing it anymore. Um there is oh, man, I don't spoilery things. We can talk about that later. There's certain there's a specific thing that gets mentioned and it is so fucking upsetting. Um <laughs> as an after during the after it's an after credit kind of thing. Well, yeah. Look, reading that right now. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Don't say just... what it is. Just say, ugh. <laughs> um, I'm just screaming out loud. God. Uh, but no, yeah, it's, I don't know. I That really is, people will just come up with any excuse to complain about things, and they use, like you said, woke as yeah, just, the, yeah, oh, this I is mean... woke, a.k.a. I don't like this movie. I don't it was like an it. obnoxious it's... video, and like, yeah, based on what he said, I didn't really give it any credence. But based on what you were saying about the movie, I'm like, I don't understand what he means by it's not. I was gonna say it's a super emotional woke. journey. And it, yeah, then uh, like Nate said, like, what does woke mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Then, no, it's it's very funny. It doesn't um, really mean anything. This is completely off topic, but some some woman had actually written an entire book about like her being anti woke and combating wokeness and stuff like that, and so she does this TV interview with somebody, 
and the host straight up asks her like what wokeness is and she just completely fails to define it so <laughs> that's what i mean it's like these people complain about it but they don't even know what they're complaining about anymore <laughs> i'm gonna put a book out that's anti-woke but it's just about wanting to take naps all the time exactly yeah <laughs> I don't want to in that case i'm movie. in that case i'm extremely anti-woke <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here we got the audio clip uh, <laughs> nate canceled enjoy your 18 tv specials to talk about how you can't get yes. you're canceled now <laughs> my whole like 50 instagram followers will surely miss me <laughs> <laughs> oh god if anything you get a bigger following just on different uh platforms like what's no, that of course true what a truth app no i'll start i'll start painting minis with little maga hats on them. oh god <laughs> we broke we broke leslie a little bit Actually, you probably might be able to make some money off that uh, i was yeah, trying that's... to think of what the name of that the freaking grift... app is well, there's Parlor, which is one of Parlor. them. Parlor. Oh, okay. I, think I can the think grift... of Hinge. That's not the real <laughs> no. no, no, no. Leslie, that's a whole other thing that we have to talk with him about no. later. Their, their app is unhinged. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, the grift, the grift is so easy. It's so simple. Like, point to something that is not straight white and cis and say you don't like it, and congratulations, you're in. Um... <laughs> That's all it takes at this point. <laughs> I think right. Chris, Chris got lost. <laughs> no, sorry. I was double checking something. I'm like, that's parlor. Parlor is like parlor. In my mind, I'm like parlor tricks. I'm like, no, you it's usually parlor with an E. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, cause you, I'm like, did they really name it after a thing that can be used to just, you know, distract people? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. All I know is, is that, uh, oh, Parlor's actually shut down. Oh. Oh, yeah. I think somebody oh, yeah. bought it out Good. and shut it down. That's hilarious. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. someone actually, this company Starboard, <laughs> Starboard which used to be Olympic, Olympic Media, uh, acquired Parlor. This is actually <laughs> on Parlor.com. You can read all this. but Oh, wow. They one of the lines here is just no reasonable person believes that a Twitter clone just for conservatives is a viable business anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially since certain people are making it so Twitter can just be that for them again. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, Nate, got any more thoughts before we move on to what I think I'm, is something only I watched? <laughs> okay, I, I, the rest of it would be diving into spoilers, so I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um. Leslie, any any last minute questions or anything about it? No, no. That's my okay. biggest question was why was that dude annoying? Yeah. But it just sounds like it was him. Because he, yeah, because he's a bad person. Because what he did was he secretly enjoyed a woke film. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, on the same day that I saw um, Guardians of the Galaxy three, which happened to be May the fourth, uh, Star Wars Day, yeah. Um, Disney Plus also dropped season two of Star Wars Visions, which uh, is, I just call it Star Wars Animatrix. It's the easiest mm -hmm. way to describe it. Get a whole bunch of different animation teams, make a whole bunch of different little stories, do whatever the fuck they want in the Star Wars universe. Doesn't have to be canon. 100% is not canon. Um, 
what's that? I said Star Wars Fantasia. Yeah, basically. Oh, music, I guess. I mean, there's still Star Wars music-y stuff in it. Um, but no, uh, season two came out. I, obviously, I am of the group the biggest animation person. Um, mm-hmm. Like, 100%. I fucking love ev- just about everything animation. Uh, so when this came out, I immediately was like, boom, got to watch all of it in one go. Made it through kicks off with probably my favorite it i i think i tweeted that the this season the bookend mm-hmm. episodes the first episode and the ninth episode are probably my two favorite of the whole season mm-hmm. um but it is just nine incredible shorts uh, mm-hmm. if you love star wars and you're not a fucking idiot um that probably <laughs> would also complain about things being woke uh i highly recommend it um some great animation teams, uh, some of them you know, like uh, Ardman, the people that made Wallace and Gromit, uh, and Chicken mm-hmm. Run, which Chicken Run is getting a sequel. What the fuck? Um, Aww. Yeah. Chicken Run. Chicken Run is chicken getting run. a sequel. Um, the Communist Manifesto with chickens. <laughs> um, it also, I was going to say, you also have the team that made, uh, the animation team that made, oh, my mind's blanking. Worked on Legends of Korra. Also did one of the mm-hmm. shorts. Um, but yeah, if you just want... And I mean, you can either watch all of them one go. The longest one, I think, is 20 minutes. Uh, I highly recommend just throwing it on, checking it out. Um, I only cried at, like, half of them. Um, maybe more I'm than only half. four episodes in, and I've cried at three of them. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've watched this. Yeah, I highly if you have access to Disney Plus, one hundred percent. Oh, it's really fucking good. Maybe that was the problem because we've talked about this because I remember you talking about Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, you just need to get Disney Plus or know somebody that has Disney Plus. You you should have Disney Plus. That was the issue, right? No, I don't have Disney Plus. I was I think I was on someone else's, but I got oh okay. Fuck those people. Um, <laughs> no, I think it was no. It was, I think it was because I like moved or something, so I did. Oh, okay. This seems cool, though. Yeah, it like the so the first season was all anime, like Japanese animation companies um, or groups. This one has a little bit more diversity, um, and that you can definitely tell. One of them is uh, <laughs> I years ago. I came home to Kim and one of their friends watching some animated movie. And I'm like, oh, this is French. (laughs) (laughs) I could tell it was French, not from the way they were talking or anything like that, because it was dubbed um, because of the animation style. (laughs) I'm like, that's that's French animation. Um, There is I'm pretty sure one of these is also uh, made by a French company and um, Mm -hmm. it's fantastic. That is is, is one of definitely one of the episodes that made me cry. Um, Yeah, like if Nate cried, I'm going to tell you, you're probably going to cry, Leslie. Oh, yeah. I don't cry at fucking anything usually. So if uh, anything, I Um, see he's the opposite of me. I cry at everything. He cries at nothing. He cries at at, uh, Strange, strange. What is that thing called? That game. Uh, Life is strange. Life is strange. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's because Life is Strange is basically a fucking psychological torture simulator in some parts. Um, Yeah, that's about the only time I've ever heard him say he cried. 
tragedy but, the movie um, or the game yeah life is strange is is a roller coaster that goes in one direction straight down yeah. but, um, i thought it went up into a twister is that a different one uh well no that that still happens <laughs> um, but no i no. yeah definitely highly recommend uh checking it out if you get a chance if you love animation if you love star wars um beautiful so beautiful stuff Ooh. and i think the worst thing coming away from it is one it's going to be so long until season three and two mm -hmm. you want more of some of these worlds you get these glimpses into these stories into these worlds and you just want to see how they progress um yeah. and who knows maybe if it goes long enough they might come back around it um i know a lot mm -hmm. of people wanted expansion on i think it was at the ninth lights the ninth saber or ninth jedi or something yeah. like that from season one um yeah beautiful beautiful animation check it out uh have either of you been watching reading listening to anything else before we move over to some games mm, nothing i'm not going to say for no context recommendation <laughs> oh okay um i've been watching my Ooh. last no context recommendation which is from i don't know if i should talk about it i don't know i mean you can I'm now it's that, that was no context yeah. last month last, <laughs> last month oh technically last month yeah i've um, i saw the trailer for that and i'm like i need to watch this <laughs> it's really it's really eerie and it's really like gory it's pretty good so from what i can tell it's like you drive into this town and then you can't get out. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the people there have just started kind of trying to live as normal. But In a nightmare spooky... world. <laughs> yeah, there's like spooky monster ghosties that disguise themselves as people, but not really people. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good so far. I just started. <laughs> but like a new family's come into the town. So it's like mom, dad bratty teen boy with the shining <laughs> and so, like, the bratty teen is being bratty and like doesn't want to be with the family but yeah it's pretty good so far and the the gore levels like the the practical effects and all that stuff it's very very good hmm. so i just downloaded the first season of it so oh, nice. yeah so it is the full season's it's already good. out yeah, season two just started. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, I had never heard of it until season two came out, and everyone was talking. I like saw it on Twitter, and so I looked it up. But yeah, so it, the first season is pretty good so far. Um, I'm hoping that it doesn't go the Walking Dead route, where you start talking more about like people's interpersonal relationships, and there's less monsters. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Leslie, dying. humans are the monsters. That's the the reason. <laughs> I mean, they yeah, say it like... in the show. We're the Walking Dead. Well, that yeah, that yeah. is credits. that's because they just are all infected already. That's a whole other. But yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, like that was a cool like twist and all. But like, I hope like we. I don't want to be like stuck at the farm again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I just started watching Succession. Oh, that's on my list too. Oh, seriously? Okay, so I um, I was on the plane. I just got back from New Orleans. That was fun. But I was on the plane, and I was literally gasping out loud <laughs> watching the episode on the plane because it's just white people being 
very um like richly evil to each other mm-hmm. unrelentingly that's one of the, the two hbo categories right uh rich rich white people being grumpy yes yeah. and only to each other i love watching rich people torture each other yeah because <laughs> we don't deserve it's it really, they deserve it within yeah. themselves but even then, like the characters, I'm only in the first season, mm-hmm. and I'm already like, man, I could do, I could totally do a deep dive, like one of those four hour deep dives oh, on God. what I think about these people because they're <laughs> all so complex already, and their dynamics with each other are so complex, and the weird power trips they go on, it's just really, it's is, been really good. So is far. the most likable character, um, Kieran Culkin? you know wallace from uh no i know who you're talking okay, about okay yeah um i mean if anybody so, would know it would be you yeah on the surface yes but this is why i would do the deep dive because secretly <laughs> he's just he's a piece of shit. evil as the rest of them okay i would say the the <laughs> the best person is probably one of the like offshoot characters there mm-hmm. may be like two or three offshoot characters that seem to be solely pure intentioned yeah but everyone else is just like a little bit evil okay i yeah. think that you'll think he's the most entertaining though oh i mean for Kieran sure Culkin can't be a bad character uh-huh. like a non-likable character um yeah i, I kind of like wish wallace, wallace just had a whole spin-off series well he kind of gives if wallace was patrick bateman <laughs> 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 or was raised by patrick bateman it's kind of like that <laughs> Does he obsess over the quality Love of the paper of someone's business card? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> no, but that's definitely the world that it's giving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for Ooh. Sure. All right. I I'm think, in. I've been. Yeah, I've been I putting it off. Like it. Um. I just it's now there murder. There's no murder yet. But yeah. I'm, it's I'm it's in its final season, I think, right now. Um. Yes, yeah. it is. So I was like, let me catch up. It's I'm funny too because to some other podcasts that I listen to, uh, one of the hosts says he finally he randomly watched an episode from the final season and it was like everyone saying it's like a big fucking episode like a big deal episode and that's the only episode he's watched he's like oh, i might give this a chance <laughs> i so what made me watch it was probably that same big episode when it came out everyone on twitter was freaking the fuck yeah. out and i was like what's going on and people are like this is the greatest culmination of this whole show and i was like you know what i'm gonna start it because i want to know how we get from where we started to me weeping about this episode oh wow yeah <laughs> I, I um i didn't cry but it, people were like freaking out that episode kind of makes me think of how like that whole situation of watching a random episode and then going back and watching an entire show makes me think of uh Breaking Bad for me? I didn't watch I Breaking did. Bad. I watched a random, like the last, or the parts of the first half of the final season with Kim. And I'm like, I kind of want to, I think I want to watch this show. And then I watched all of it, and I think I caught up to it before the final five episodes or something came out. Uh, holy shit. That, yeah, if, and I mean, people have, I've seen people compare it to, like, as high tier as something like a Breaking Bad, so... That's so funny because I only watched the last episode of Breaking Bad. <laughs> mm. That's a horrible no episode context. to watch. No context. I was like, literally I anything. Be, I was like, <laughs> I want to be part of this too. 
There you <laughs> go. No, there's but a lot yeah. of Breaking Bad that can be skipped over, but it is still a show. The Fly watching. cannot be skipped. Fuck anybody that says you can skip The Fly. The Fly is one of the greatest episodes of television okay, well, ever. Yes. I will say, from what I've seen so far, if it's if it goes the way it's going for the next four seasons, I could easily say it's one of their like S class shows. Okay. It's really really good. All right, but yeah, but we'll awesome. see because I'm still early in, but I'm very impressed. Okay, all right. Well, so I moved our uh, Redfall first impressions down to the last thing we'll mention game wise, because um, I mean the other stuff I feel like will blaze through for the most part. Um, but hey, new Minecraft game came out, Minecraft Legends. Uh, I downloaded it because you know Game Pass, yay Game Pass. Um, <laughs> got through the tutorial level. And uh, immediately stopped playing and uninstalled it. Because I'm like, this is very much not a game for me. Because uh, mm. <laughs> I, I like resource management. When I'm actually doing, you know, the actual management and not just hitting a button, something collecting it, and then giving me the resources, it just takes all the fun out of it. Um, I went into it knowing that it was somewhere between an RTS and like a pikmin kind of game um and even in the tutorial i'm like okay this definitely feels more age of empires than pikmin um which immediately turned me off even within the the world of minecraft which i have loved for years um so sadly along with a lot of other people on the internet i don't know who this game was really for <laughs> um i don't know did you get a chance to try it out nate or were you interested at all I haven't tried it out, and I can't really say I'm interested. Um, the way the way the game was introduced to us was very much like Pikmin plus RTS. And while Pikmin is a fun game in its own right, I never really got into it because mm -hmm. Pikmin, at its heart, is a puzzle game, and we all know how I am with puzzle games. Fantastic! Um, <laughs> I have played Portal. With you. <laughs> um, playing Portal Two with me was was a chore <laughs> um, but um you know i'm just rts is probably it can be a fun genre i understand why people think it's fun but it is probably my least favorite genre of video game um and that's mostly due to player bases in it that isn't to say that the game is mechanically bad or mm. is unsound in any way that's because player base and rts tend to gear towards like the super hardcore like sweats and i remember like the first time i even tried to play starcraft on pc multiplayer destroyed in like five minutes <laughs> like couldn't even fucking play the game um does starcraft have a single player mode it does it had a story mode and that's what i played yeah. <laughs> um, that's what I there, there I is played... this this isn't a solely multiplayer mm -hmm. thing so yeah i mean the story mode i could probably get into Halo Wars, I just downloaded on PC because the game's fucking unplayable with a controller. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I I enjoy RTSs for the fact that they're one of the game genres you can do a lot of world building and a lot of lore in, but I just can't get into the games mechanically. Mm -hmm. That being said, I'm glad that the Minecraft universe is expanding. I'm glad that it's expanding to new genres of video games. I am waiting till the day that I get basically like a souls like minecraft game <laughs> um, Ooh, but that uh, fun 
you know, I'm waiting till, you know, a Lego Minecraft game eventually pops out of somewhere. Um, you know, I get it. Minecraft is cutesy and dorky and fun and whimsical all at the same time. And I just love playing plain ass Minecraft, honestly. <laughs> Were you a fan of um, Minecraft Dungeons? Minecraft Dungeons, not really. Um, you know, they went for the whole Diablo-like thing, but the way that you get gear and skills in the game, the builds started to emerge to me eventually. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I like about Diablo is once you get certain gear and look at skill trees, you can sort of suss out what your build is going to be for that character. But in Minecraft, it's solely gear-based. Yeah. And so you have to farm for the right gear over and over to get that build correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Leslie, you haven't done anything with Minecraft Dungeons, correct? No, yeah. Yeah, I know. You're not a Minecraft person. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I thought you if... You still don't even know what you do. You claim that you build stuff, but... You mind? I mean, you Minecraft. do build stuff. <laughs> um, but no, in Minecraft is... Dungeons specifically, it really is, like Nate said, it's uh, take Diablo, make it all ages, like the most basic entry-level Diablo um, with mine, Minecraft skin. Uh, mm -hmm. It's adorable. It like Lou and I, um, when it came out, played through up until like the final dungeon or the final stretch of the game, and we're like, "Ooh, this is that part where we have to go grind." And we were like, "We don't want to do that part." Um, so yeah. We stopped. <laughs> we stopped at that point. Uh, we loved it. We enjoyed the fuck out of the game, but it it really was like we got what we wanted out of it and didn't need any more. And luckily. I say luckily, it sucks saying it that way. I'm like, it Game Pass, we didn't have to pay for it, so it was very much like we enjoyed what we got out of this game. Literally, like three days of play out of it, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say before we, Nate goes into Jedi Survivor, uh, did you play anything else other than Redfall, Leslie, or have you played anything? No, no, since last week, no, <laughs> it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. Oh yeah, you haven't been home. What 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 the fuck would you have done? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't. Um She played see how many beignets I can stuff into my mouth at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you go to New Orleans and you don't go to Cafe Du Monde, you're fucking missing out. That's all I gotta say. Oh, now see, I feel like if you did go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was also Cafe Beignet. Oh there okay. were many cafes. <laughs> There's also Beignet Café, Beignet du Monde, um, <laughs> du Monde Café Beignet. Beignet du Monde Café of Beignets. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other stupid things and I'm not going to go into it anymore. Um, <laughs> Nate, what are you thinking of the definitely wonderful, in not in any way broken, in any way launch of Jedi Survivor? <laughs> I will say, all the hilarity I've seen on the PC port, I get it. People make glitch compilations all the time and everything like that. I mean, we're kind of in a stretch of, unfortunately, bad PC ports for video games. For some reason, well, not for some reason, for the reason, is that a lot of these PC ports are forced through by publishers, and but they were developed primarily for console optimization. Which, and so, real quick, just because mm -hmm. every time we talk about this and anybody talks mm -hmm. about this, it's fucking hilarious to me that <laughs> these games are made 
on computers. Yes. And they run on computers so poorly. That's the thing. I, I don't think people quite make the connection in game development how a game is made on a computer for a console. Right? And so when you make a computer on a game for a console, usually you have a dev kit for that, right? Yeah. You have a dev kit, and so really you are making the game on the PC, but it's all optimized for a console's hardware to begin yeah. with. When you start porting things over to PC, you have to realize everyone's got something different in their PC, mm-hmm. right? And so it's impossible to optimize for all the different hardware configurations you have out there. It's, it's impossible to optimize for 64-bit versus 32-bit Windows, even. Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> um, it's similar for, to, like, why um, there's so many people who are like, oh, iPhone is better than Android. Look how bad Android mm-hmm. looks on, like, this app and this app. It's because... Mm-hmm. Android spans so many different models, levels of technology within the phones. Apple is very focused in like, yeah. hey, this is this is all we have. We don't really change the 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 uh, the insides too much. Mm-hmm. Um, while Android, it's literally you can get an Android phone for fifty bucks. You can get an Android phone for two thousand dollars. So, well, that's the thing about Apple. Though Apple makes not only its own software, it makes all its own hardware down to the processor level, down to the mainboard level. <laughs> um, whereas Android is outsourcing those parts from add and board manufacturers and Intel and AMD and all that stuff, right? Um, but despite the PC port, I will say what I've played of the game so far is pretty good. The best way I could describe it is a mix between something like uh, of course, it still has the Souls-like combat, so it's kind of a it kind of fits in the middle between something like Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring. Mm. Um, there's a lot more to explore in this game than there was in the original Fallen Order. Um, the first planet that I've been to, which is Kobo, I mean, there's still tons of the map that I haven't even touched yet because I even have I haven't had time to go there. Or because those areas are out of reach until I start progressing through the main story and unlocking more abilities. Yeah. Um, so it does have that looping sort of Metroidvania level design still present in the game, which is really fun, honestly. Um, the combat is still pretty good. Fallen Order's combat was not the best. This game tries to improve upon it in different ways, but it doesn't make enough of a step forward. Um the animations during combat are also fairly janky. Um, I don't know why, but Cal does not feel as fluid in this game as he did in the first one. Um, You can very much see the lag between movements when you're doing inputs for different, you know, attacks and stuff. Um, that being said, you get used to it over time. You do learn the combat as you go. The game can be enjoyed on any difficulty, down to story mode if you don't want to deal with the sort of harsh punishment. They added a whole lot more accessibility options, some of which I turned on on purpose. For example, no fall damage. Oh, because wow. okay. one of the annoying things in the original game is you could just straight up die to platforming sections because every time you fell, it took a part away, it took away some of your health. Nate, and you could just keep falling. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but... Um, the uh, I'm enjoying it for what it is. It's got a lot more story to this one. We get to see Cal's journey more in depth this time. This game does skip ahead a couple of years from the end of the last game. So things have changed in Cal's life that are important to the story. Um, 
I think one of the things people enjoy the most is just the layers of customization you get now. There's so many more outfits to unlock in this, so many more color options to unlock, different lightsaber parts to unlock, even parts for BD now. You can unlock parts for BD1 yeah. and change the way he looks. I remember that being a thing. I, uh, I actually watched um, somebody I follow on Twitter was streaming, uh, and she basically her entire outfit she customized to make it look like um like a sci-fi rock star from like 80s mm -hmm. um yeah. it's it's interesting how in depth you can get uh, i know people are loving the mullet um there he goes. <laughs> a mullet uh, and a handlebar mustache you yeah get the on this game. <laughs> um yeah even just from what i've seen from that and that's it to be honest is the only gameplay i've actually watched um mm -hmm. I am very interested in this game. Um, the fact that it is kind of Souls-like, or sorry, Souls-light, um, where you can have a lower difficulty and uh, it seems like it is a nice balance between, oh no, I'm being fucked up by all these people because it's a Dark Souls-like game uh, versus like, oh no, this is just actually a good combat kind of like me versus mm. an entire outpost kind of thing um the ai seems a little bit smarter than something like because you know i i mm. play fucking far cry and those people are dumb as rocks um, oh, yeah. i mean okay far i cry say that is... i say that but you know that's something we can bring up about another game later on <laughs> um uh, <laughs> But no, especially now that I have access to it, I definitely want to check it out. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I really was. I, I was going to ask you if you were going to pick mm -hmm. this up because I am. I was very interested yeah. in, like, I picked up, I think I bought the first game because uh, it was a super cheap deal at one point because um, mm -hmm. I never really gave it much of a chance. Uh, I think because I found out it was a Souls-like game mm -hmm. that I'm like, oh, that kind of turns me off of this. But then I saw more and more, and the story sounds so interesting. I'm like, I want to get that story, and I want to oh, yeah. actually be able to play through it. So, the story is very interesting, and it, I, from what I've heard, I'm I'm not even sure if this is confirmed yet. Cal will be showing up in season four of The Mandalorian. So, yeah, I heard that. Um, mm -hmm. Which is timeline confusing because he should be much older than by then. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, this is all taking place pre prequel trilogy or pre no uh main trilogy right no this is well technically yes well because um, he's yeah, being chased right. after or he's being chased by the yeah. inquisitors at certain points. you're right this is pre-main trilogy star yeah. wars so yeah he should be much older in the mandalorian yeah. <laughs> but um that being said i mean this is a very light spoiler you're fighting a jedi who's like several centuries old in this game at one point so um the dark side is a path to many abilities some consider to be unnatural <laughs> i like to call them more fun um, yeah. <laughs> but uh no all around a fun game um fuck you again ogdo bogdo you giant frog piece of shit um <laughs> there's an enemy in the original game that you run into fairly early on called ogdo bogdo and the game sets this enemy up because you are in no way prepared for it when you encounter it. Mm -hmm. You do not have the skills to actually properly beat this thing. Um, the game has a section where you can basically fall into a trap and you fight a monster called Spawn of Ogdo, <laughs> which is the same monster 
but stronger this time. <laughs> oh. Um, and if you were not prepared for this thing, this guy can straight up one-shot you. The amount of enemies they gave instant kill moves to in this game is frankly unfair at some points. <laughs> um, but uh, luckily, a lot of these enemies are optional. Like, I fought a fucking Rancor, completely optional. I died to it probably eight times before I fucking killed the thing. You could put a uh, bone in his mouth and he recreates the thing from uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, OG Trilogy. But, um, yeah, I mean, the game's still fun on its own. You can skip all these enemies, like I said. You'll miss out on some cosmetics and customizables if you do, but none of this is mandatory if you feel it's too hard. And, again, the game can... The One of the benefits about this is you can switch the difficulty at any time. So if you yeah. come up against something really hard for you, Chuck it on fucking story mode and beat the shit out of it, honestly. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll definitely eventually get around to it. There's too many games, Nate. Um, speaking of which, one game that I know two of us were super, super mm-hmm. excited for ever since it got announced. Um, Redfall finally came out. Uh, I don't know. Nate, have you gotten a chance to dabble I've gotten a chance to dabble. Sink, sink your teeth um, into it, if you will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sunk my teeth into it and then spat it back out is all I can say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll just say this. I feel bad for you in particular, Chris, because of how excited you were for this game. And Arcane is one of your favorite developers. And to be fair... I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it there because I'm sure you guys have your own thoughts about it. <laughs> Um, I will say, first of all, to be fair, uh, this specific game um, was done by, I believe, yeah, Arcane Austin. Um, Arcane Austin did did Prey, and uh, I think that's the only ones that they've actually done on its own, maybe? Yeah. Um, The rest of them have been Arcane... Lyon, the the French company, the French side of the company. Um, I'm not saying anything against Arcane Austin because I actually really, <laughs> really, really fucking enjoyed Prey. Um, and there are things about this game that I have also really, really fucking enjoyed. Um, but I think out of all of us, I think Leslie, you have played the most, so I want to hear what you mm-hmm. have to say more than anything. Mm. <laughs> I'm. I'm whelmed. We'll start with baseline. I'm <laughs> whelmed because I was I've been playing with John, so I've been playing with other people, mm-hmm. which I think both ups my enjoyment of it and gives me, I guess, an outlet to be like, "Wow, this is really happening." Like yesterday, <laughs> so yesterday, and and I really like. We were super excited for the when we saw the trailer, and so I really want to like it. I want to like it, and so I guess that's why I was. We were like going through the game, and I was like, "Huh, this is, huh, that too." Oh, hmm. and then yesterday we encountered a T post person. Oh god, <laughs> that was supposed to be being eaten by a vampire. No. So all the the vampire was going through the motions, but the person was just standing there in a T pose. And I was Scariest like, "Moment in any video game is just." That's when I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I I can't." 
I'm being nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I've been being nice up until this point, but there are so many things that I'm like, I can't believe this came out and these things are happening. Yeah. Like it's cr- like multiple crash. We've experienced multiple crashes. Commands that just don't work. I don't know about you, but the E button works sparingly. <laughs> what is what is the E button? I, pick, I played with picking controller. things up. Picking oh, things up right. is a suggestion. Sometimes you can pick things up. I've I've found that the trick is if there's something that you can't pick up, try picking it up from another angle, and usually you can. Yeah, it feels weird, man. Which um, that is something that I've noticed is still is an issue in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just added onto the pile of other things with this game specifically. Yeah, there's so many things going on that are too noticeable, and there are too many of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's. But you've been playing by yourself, yeah. so I feel like it's been a much... I think I'd be way more annoyed <laughs> if so, I was playing by myself. I um, Initially, I loaded it up, um, pulled it up on uh, PC, um, and this is, in my opinion, probably the first game I played. This is how my thought process worked while playing it. This is the first game that I played that I'm like, oh... I'm noticing that my computer is old. It is not able to run newer games as well as I wish it would. Um, Because I even checked, like, can I run it or whatever and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, you should be fine. And I could feel there were times where it would literally, I would move and then it would pause. And then it would reload back with me moved forward. Uh, And I had two situations where I would do that. I was sneaking and I like got to a point and I snuck, but the fact that it paused and then it moved me forward, I then when it unpaused, I had four people that had all shot me at the exact same time and I was immediately dead. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't know if this is a game thing or if it is a my PC thing. Um, from what I played PC wise, I was having fun. I could see the loop. I could see the exploration side of things that I personally would like to do. Um, I immediately, one of the first things I picked up on are these little spiral symbols. The moment you see a spiral symbol, you're like, ooh, that is a special location. You can get a cool weapon or some item, something in those positions, in those spaces. Um, Because one of like the first missions you can do is go to, you have to search these two downed helicopters um, and at the second helicopter, after you do it, and this I'm assuming is just how all the missions move forward, because sadly, I didn't play past that first mission, uh, or I didn't play any missions beyond that first mission, technically. Um, but when you finish it, it's like, okay, you can fast travel back to the firehouse, the, the safe house, the main safe house. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool thing, instead of having to walk all the way back. Uh, but I'm like, but there's a there's a cave system that keeps going the other way or like a cavern that goes, let me go through there and going through that. That's where I found the first little spiral symbol. And I got like a really nice, actually, I don't know if it was a glitch or if it was on purpose, but I got like five snipers. <laughs> One of them was really good. And then they kept like dropping in quality beyond that, but it was still like, Oh, Hey, here's a really nice sniper. Great. Um, I love the design of the world. I love the 
design of the creatures with like you have the shroud. I don't know if you you came across the shroud. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I know. Watcher. It's, yeah, oh my god, the watchers. There's a few. Yeah. Um, I, I love the character design, and that is one of the things Arcane is really fucking good at is designing worlds and designing characters. Um, what sucks is when you see these enemies, these wonderfully created characters, and you start shooting at it, and it's not reacting, and it's not hitting it, and it's just that it's there, but it's not actually there. There's a vampire talking to himself, and he's just jumping back and forth between the two locations, <laughs> but you can't interact with him in any way. Uh, I have That's a clip. weird. Yeah, I have a clip I took on Xbox. Um, I think that was only on the Xbox that I had that issue with, but there seems to be a huge like we i mentioned i was going to bring up an ai issue with these enemies um i saw one of my favorite clips that i've seen and i i had something similar i think happen to me um vampire comes up towards somebody but the guy puts himself up against uh like a forklift so the vampire walks up to the other side of the forklift and then just kind of goes back and forth like this it's like i don't know how to get you i'm a super powerful vampire that can't walk around a fucking forklift um <laughs> and i'm like oh my god it is so sad to see it's sad to see something like that because like yes dishonored the the ai wasn't like hypersensitive but that was because of the world you were in you were supposed to be more stealthy the stealth was so good in those games the stealth was so good in prey um i Unfortunately, I still haven't gotten around to playing Deathloop, but from what I've heard, it's continues that that trend of being so good at being able to play either guns blazing or stealth. And Redfall, I feel like you can play stealthy, but because the AI is so dumb, and you can so easily take out anything that I've come across so far, there's no point in it. Um, mm -hmm. like the opening part of the game is literally like, oh, do you want to come in when you're coming in from the dock? Do you want to take out these people on the, on the, the ship or do you want to sneak around the side? And at first I snuck around the side and then I shot a guy because I'm like, oh, let's see how the stealth works. Cause it's not like a silenced pistol or anything. Uh, and there's no reaction from the other person. Like there's two people right next to each other. I take one out dead on the ground and the other person is like, and then goes back to whatever he's doing. So I then just decided to run along the entire ship and take everyone out and had no reaction from any of them. Um, which is weird. <laughs> and it gets yeah. even worse when you get like a sniper and I was literally at the bottom of a hill and I took out an entire like encampment of them with none of them reacting whatsoever. So... Yeah, yeah, you're right. I yeah, it does seem like I I also like the the many ways you can play, and there's clearly they kind of tell you there's many different ways you can get places and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, you're right. Everyone is really easy to kill. Yeah, um... <laughs> surprisingly so. And I actually restarted a character, um, so. John was like level nine and I had just restarted. And with that difference, it was like, I was a little weaker, but it almost seemed like the game was turning down the enemies. Yeah. 
who was more game to cater host? to me. He was. He was. Okay. Oh my gosh! And then that was a whole thing. Trying to host, trying to connect two people to the game, and then it, it just falls apart. Oh, it did God. that a few times. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was like there's so much I want, and I want. I don't know if it's because we're playing multiplayer or not, but I feel like the story is so far is very sparse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hello. In the very beginning, the main main enemy, I think, who I don't know who she is yet. I'll probably find out pretty soon because we've only played three times, and I think we're all the way through most oh, of wow. the map. Um, yeah, the patient zero woman, right? No. Um, in the very beginning, when the vampires are um, oh oh, you're yeah, laying yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the the evil the big queen comes. She makes it sound like you're important for mm-hmm. something, but the, but you never like that has not come up yet again. <sighs> That's disappointing. Okay, and I'm like, is the story? Is there a story or isn't there? I guess my impression, based off of the trailer, and I was thinking to myself the other day, like, this is why you shouldn't invest in trailers because anybody can make a really good trailer for a yeah. minute and a half. Because the the trailer gave me the impression that it was going to be fuller, or there was going mm-hmm. to be more to it, and so yeah. far there hasn't been more to it. And then mm. we're we are solidly, I would say, two thirds of the way through the the map, like finding all the points on the map. Okay. And they just they just brought up this new element that we were like, this doesn't make any. What? When did this happen? Where does this come <laughs> from? What does this mean? Yeah. So. We'll see. I, I have a feeling we'll finish it pretty soon. Yeah. And I, we're also hoping that there's a whole chapter two to it all. Because if this is it, I'm going to be like, yeah, you can okay. finish this game in an afternoon. The whole the story Ooh. mode anyway. That's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there's I... so much to explore. And it's almost like Destiny-like in the amount of loot that it gives you. You get yeah. so many guns and oh, stuff. Wow. <laughs> it, so in that... That's one of the things um, with playing it as a, because I obviously, like I said, I played one mission, technically two. Um, the, I did the main mission and then I did the side mission to go collect the uh, popcorn machine repair kit. That's how I found the shroud. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which was an interesting thing in itself because that is, at that point, I switched over to Xbox. Uh, but before I get to that, I want to just talk about the open worldness of the game. And how I started just exploring. And I'm like, ooh, I remember in some of the gameplay that they showed, like, the lighthouse being important. Um, Turns out, if you just go to the lighthouse when nothing's been activated, nothing's at the fucking lighthouse. It's just completely empty, clear lighthouse. Um, But there is around the corner another one of the little spiral things that you can get a, a... I think I get a steak gun. Yeah, that steak gun fucking rocks. Oh um, yeah, it does. That, gun. I will say cool the too. the the guns. I really enjoy some of the like creative side of the guns. Um, I just wish that it felt like you needed to switch to anything other than a sniper, um, or a shotgun for the fucking vampires with a steak on the yeah. Jesus. Um, which I do like that mechanic. The idea the death, behind that's the death really scene's cool. cool too. The way that you kill them. Yeah, and you're like in their faces very brutal very rude you're like looking them in the eyes <laughs> um but i will say with how big the map seems 
it feels like it is still a little bit too empty um, in that things don't really matter unless you are, I guess, like I said, activating like a quest or a side thing. I think it's way too empty to me. And I also wish that there was some sort of danger in the night cycle. Yeah, it like, doesn't feel Why as don't the vampires come out more? Maybe they're more, like, intense or something. Yeah. I wanted it to be, like, Dying Light, which I only played one time because that was that game was <laughs> horrifying. That was so terrifying. I was literally just running for my life and not looking at anything to the left yeah. or the right of me. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or we'd have to, like, shelter or sneak more or something. Yeah. But it doesn't Stuff seem that like could there's be any there, But it just feels like it hasn't been fully expanded um and it's man i i I expect there i expected so much from this i think and i did too maybe we were yeah maybe this is yeah i think i don't hype this game up more than i I feel like it might be like back for blood i think we were too excited for it nah i don't think I don't no, think anyone I... expected too much from this game at this point. Okay, I mean, you are talking to the two people that did, okay, Nate? <laughs> I, get, I get that this game was going to fulfill y'all's hopes and dreams, but... Um... Oh, now I remember where I was actually <laughs> going to the... go with the open world part. Um, okay. It feels like it... It feels like they didn't know which way they were going to go, and they kind of mm-hmm. just went down the middle, In that middle line just wasn't enough. Where, like you said, it feels like the the Destiny side of things, where you're getting all this loot, um, but they don't lean into it enough because I feel like that loot never really matters enough. Again, because like I said, my starter pistol felt fine, um, but then with the open world side of things, they again it feels empty. They didn't fill enough of this mm-hmm. random shit and fun, either just hidden little secrets or like I find the the little swirly things if there were more things like that um i think it would add to the there's something um i will say story wise Mm -hmm. like i said haven't played far enough to really find out that there isn't much um i do like it feels very like skyrimy in fallout e where you can like find all these notes find out all this little history and lore to the characters that have been in this world um and I do also like going back to the opening cinematic where it is like the the patient zero woman kind of telling, saying, hey, I was sick. They did tests on me. They fucked with everything. Um, I like that you can find those little vials throughout the world that kind of give more of her story. Um, oh, yeah. And there's a lot. I think there's like a hundred of those. hundred. Um, fucking a hundred of those. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in some, and that's, that is the thing. They are randomly throughout the world. It One of the vials was literally at the top of a random, like, rock formation in the dried out ocean. Because that's where I'm like, that's yeah. where I found that one, the the gun, the um, spike, 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 what's it called? Stakes. Stakes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> steak gun. Yeah, I found that. And I'm like, oh, there's a vampire over there. Let me go kill him and then collect something that I keep picking up from him. But it doesn't matter to me yet because I guess I haven't leveled up enough. Um, yeah, yeah. What, so is that a thing? Do you collect, like, vampire souls or something? Uh, Sort of. Yeah. Okay. More they're, like, blood and stuff. 
you do take their remnants sometimes, like their ashes. Yeah. Um, there, I will say one thing I do, two things that, that I do like about the world itself is it feels like things happen when you're not in the room. Like you could, you could search a house and then you come back later and they've like the cultists have taken over it or something. Um, or like you'll see somebody and then you'll leave and come back and they're dead. (laughs) And you're you're like, I didn't do that. Um, so I do like that. Another thing I like about the, the multiplayer is the more things you do together, the more character dynamic your players have. So they start talking to each other more okay. often and they start sharing things about each other as you're like going through adventures and stuff. But you have to be, you have to be together. You like have to be together. So it's like stuff. If if you save each other, or like if you kill something together, or something like that, it'll be like you've gained trust in each other. That's cool. And then throughout, yeah, and then throughout the game, you have more dialogue of them while you're just talking. So I think that's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know how. We're, I wish I could get like a full party at some point to see what it's like to play with, with everyone, four people. Yeah. But I also kind of worry that the game can't. <laughs> be like, all right, we're all in the. Oh, we're all going. We get kicked. Oh, damn. Okay, but we'll see. Um, and I also because the because the enemies are so easy to kill, it feels like I don't get to use the special abilities yeah. that much. Who did you? And there are so uh, many of them. Choose at first. I started with the. Um, starts with an R. Rhea. Rhea? Remy. No, Remy. Remy. I started okay. with Remy. Um, and She's then, the one that has the little robot dude, right? Yes. Yeah. And he to ignore. Sometimes I think that someone's oh. chasing me. Because <laughs> I hear his little robot legs behind me. <laughs> um, that's his name. Um, but yeah, so... But then I switched to Layla, who is yeah. the black girl. And then John was the... Not the crow dude. We keep calling him the crow, but this. this yeah, uh, he went with the um, the other guy. Devinder. Devinder, yes. Yeah. Uh, Devinder, and who I will say is clearly the most fun because um, he's the cryptid hunter and he's I, like kind of a YouTuber and it's very fun. <laughs> yeah, when I wanted to pick, I was between going with him because I felt like his character would be more entertaining and Layla, who I liked her abilities more. So I, I ended up siding with Layla just because I like the. Uh, I love the little umbrella shield thing in the um, the launch lift, uh, which I is there fall damage in this game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so cool. What I did, but you have to fall from really far. If you use her lift, no fall damage. I um, from the top of the the uh, <laughs> the top of the lighthouse. I'm like, I do not feel like walking all the way down this lighthouse. So I just lift right underneath me, shot off, and. F- fell all the way down to the ground no pain whatsoever i loved it <laughs> um john thought the same thing and he uh walked off the side of the lighthouse and died so that's how we know okay he <laughs> fell right, very hey, we far. tested we did some testing <laughs> and guess what uh make sure you use um uh, the, yes. the lift ability <laughs> but you can jump because that that lighthouse is pretty far up but you can jump pretty significantly and not hurt yourself um, yeah, I was doing that like, oh, I'm up here. I could go down this walkway, but it's much faster if I just like 
kind of try and do the, I just call it the Bethesda slide, where you're on the side of the wall and you try and keep in touch. Oh my God, with I the do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it works like 90% of the time. So. Mm. No, I, I mean, I, I guess the biggest oh problem with the game is that it is simply unfinished. <laughs> like, so in that, yeah. I'm, I am hoping that I want this game to get a, um, a no man's sky no man's sky yeah no man's sky treatment mm-hmm. developers disappear come back add in mm-hmm. like a game reinventing update kind of thing um because like i said we I, I love the world i love the design of so much in this world i just wish that it was the the gameplay in the story fit with it mm-hmm. um big same and i could even deal with it just being a run around shoot stuff game with your friends because i like yeah. those games too yeah if it didn't have the technical <laughs> issues and no that guy side, standing there speaking yeah. <laughs> of the technical issues i already brought up the vampires that aren't actually really there and can't be affected in any way um when i switched over to xbox because i'm like okay obviously maybe my computer can't handle it understandable old ass computer i love you bud you keep going. You keep doing what you're doing. I love you. Um, Xbox. I had the worst experience <laughs> with this game. I would put in. I would use my ability. The ability. My hands would go up, but then I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I would get halfway through the animation. It would literally break my character, where I had to walk around until the ability reset. And then it would let me go and do anything. Um, mm. And I thought maybe, oh, is this something the Shroud does? Uh, because it happened the first time I ran into the Shroud. Um, but no, it then continued to happen every time I tried to use the ability when any <laughs> enemy was near me. Um, oh, yeah, so I'm like, oh, it's actually kind of broken on Xbox. Um, yeah. So I, I got through as much as I did and then went back to being like, all right, I unfortunately feel like i'm just gonna uninstall this right now (laughs) um which is that is always my least favorite thing about a game that i'm excited for Mm -hmm. um again uh, arcane you have not lost my trust (laughs) i believe in you um i this is kind of moving on to part of one of the bigger news stories but Mm -hmm one of the things that Phil Spencer brought up about how disappointing the launch was, um, especially after they said internal uh, reviews were so much higher than what ended up happening when it got released. Uh, And for anybody that thinks internal reviews is just people that work at Xbox being like, this game looks great. That's not how internal reviews work. They do hire (laughs) actual people to come in and review the game. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I would just I've seen people be like well yeah obviously internal reviewers are going to like it they're the ones that made it um, that's not how it works um, but one of the things that he said with all of these acquisitions and all of these games that have been coming out in the last couple of years so far none of them have been Xbox working directly with those studios it has been we're here for you if you really need us let us know we're kind of ha- fully hands off. You finish these games. Everything that they have been putting out are games that these companies have already been in the process of working and developing. And Xbox just got them because they bought the company. Um, mm-hmm. 
so one of the things that Phil Spencer talked about was the fact that moving forward, he and the teams have realized that they do need to reach out, that they do need to work directly with them um, to make sure that they aren't having issues to try and make it, you know, not have another launch like this. He, mm-hmm. again, they, he's, I, I don't know if either of you, I'm sure, Leslie, you haven't watched it. No, Nate, you don't really watch Kind of Funny I content. watched. I didn't watch Kind of Funny content. I watched the part of the Xbox conference where you specifically went on about the development of Redfall, right? Yeah. Um, because for me as someone who, again, I'm not tooting my own horn here, but I have a I have a degree in game design, mm-hmm. so I kind of know what the fuck I'm talking about when it when I say that Redfall is an unfinished game. This isn't unfinished from me playing it and seeing how it fills. This is from me noticing the technical issues with the game and then kind of knowing why those technical issues exist, right? Is if your AI is behaving in a way that it shouldn't behave, I kind of know what's going on there. Um, if, you know, I've seen clips of, you know, allies and the AI controlled allies in the game taking cover behind literally nothing like stuff like that. I've seen instances of enemies spawning into floors. They can shoot up at you through the floor, but you can't shoot back at them um ai that gets completely lost mid-combat stops tracking the player entirely and aims at literally nothing like a set of stairs or pulls out a megaphone in the middle of combat when they're the only person left to kill and doesn't try to attack you um so i've seen all those issues and the explanations that phil spencer and the rest of the xbox team gave about the game kind of make sense but i think the biggest problem here that no one has really mentioned is the way this game plays is so far outside of Arcane's wheelhouse. And forget Arcane Leon versus Arcane Austin, right? Arcane is known for making immersive sims. Dishonored 1 and Dishonored 2 and Prey and even Deathloop are immersive sim games in the same line as a game like Deus Ex is, right? Where you play a singular character in that game, you have choices in the way you approach different scenarios, And the game tries to make you as much a part of that world as possible, right? Redfall is not that. Redfall is somewhere between an open world exploration game and a looter shooter. Very much like you guys said Destiny is, right? And I just don't think Arcane was the right choice to make that kind of game. (laughs) Um Whatever they planned, whatever they had planned for Redfall, I'm confident in saying, I feel it wasn't this. I feel, no matter what anybody said during that conference, I feel like someone forced their hand into making this kind of game. I see. Um, sorry, I'm looking at like little development stuff, and it really does make it seem like it was pre-purchase or pre-acquisition, but. That's a whole other thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> upsetting. Very yeah, upsetting. Wanted, wanted to love it. Don't love it. Um, I'm still going to play. I still want to see the end. Yeah. And that's um, that's the other thing. I've seen so many people be like, yes, game on its own. Not, not like anything to write home about, but... It's a perfect game to play with your friends if it, you know you're having an okay time getting it to work. I guess. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I've played ter- I've played terrible games with friends before, and I will say that playing terrible games with friends is a fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I played Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> no, I yeah, I I hope I just hope that we get some kind of update. Um, and I know that you know moving forward they have other things that Arcane is going to keep making. They're not this one game isn't going to be like oh this company's gone no more of this um mm-hmm. you know. no. well hey uh that's that's our, our sadness for redfall obviously hey i i look at the the upside of there is so much that we seem to enjoy out of it um that's yeah that's why yeah. i'm just whelmed yeah exactly <laughs> i'm not not underwhelmed yet now if the ending is like warrant I'm gonna be underwhelmed. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I mean, I could just open up the Wikipedia, find out what the ending is, real up quick, and be like, "Ooh, ooh." No, uh, <laughs> but that's the thing is because it's because it seems like we're gonna finish it so fast. I'm like, I don't even need to look it up. We're probably gonna finish it this All evening. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Can I find out how long it takes? How long to beat? Uh, it says main story is about 11 and a half hours. That feels um, right. Completionist. Completionist is 28 hours. Hmm. Considering I put in like 200 plus hours into Persona 5. That's <laughs> okay, so you thing. say that, but Persona 5... Um, it says five is a JRPG. That's really the the main story. <laughs> the main story alone on um or on howlongtobeat.com says the main story is ninety seven and a half hours. Oh, good. Com- okay. Completionist right. is one hundred and seventy three. Yeah. I mean, I'm nowhere. I'm not done. So. Uh, and then if you do Persona Five Royal, 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 whatever, which is like the Royal. expanded version. Yeah. Bumps up the main the 101 hours and the completionist is actually shorter at 143. I started Royal, but because so much of it is the same. Yeah. I haven't gotten to where it like completely diverges yet. If it makes you feel any better, let's see. Halo Reach it says it takes eight hours to play. Nate, how long did it take for us to run through all of Halo Reach? Oh Jesus Christ, we completed the game in like maybe five hours. Yeah, but we two fucking streams, sped run we Reach. We sped run the fuck out of Reach, <laughs> so I don't know how I don't know really how that really breaks down here. Um, you can beat the entirety of Master Chief Collection in uh, fifty-seven hours, according to this. Ooh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like this website. I don't know why I don't have this bookmarked. I keep forgetting it exists. There you go. Bookmark. Boom. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Moving on. Let's get through a whole bunch of news because um, we're already an hour and a half. We're not at three hours like last time. Um, <laughs> just some fun we stuff. We can't do three hours next this time. No, no, no. We'll no, no. finish Redfall. Yeah, and I have to go to bed. <laughs> um, and I'm hungry. I'm hungry at this point. Um, I'm going to go through the more fun things. Maybe leave one or two good fun things for the end. Um, Mortal Kombat 2 supposedly it hasn't been 100% confirmed yet uh, has cast Johnny Cage uh, it is going to be oh my god damn it my brain just blanked if it's who I think it is I don't who do you think it is I if I like it isn't it Carl Urban Carl Urban yes um, 
I was more excited about the fact that like it seemed like the Miz was going to be Johnny Cage. That would be <laughs> perfect. See, that's what I, that's what I was. That's why I was like Carl Urban because I'm I like the the old one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Miz is basically Johnny Cage. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things. I'm like, I feel like getting somebody like him would have been perfect. Carl Urban, I love Carl Urban, but I just he's I, too gruff. Yeah. Um, he can be not gruff. Have you you ever watched the Star Trek movies? Oh, you mean he just doesn't have a beard this time? No beard, and he has a lighter <laughs> voice. I guess I don't know. <laughs> he's not speaking like a uh, a Winchester sibling. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I forgot how to do this. Is anybody oh, else man. casted, or is he the first one? So far, that's the only thing that's been kind of announced technically interesting that they start with well i think so many of the other people are just coming back right are they maybe i don't know i i am not was there a first one yeah do you not remember the mortal Kombat movie hold on you spend how much time with maki and you forgot that there's a mortal Kombat movie 2021 well because i've i've more more recently seen the 1995 one uh it's, i don't even know if i paid any attention to this one i am not i wasn't a big fan people seem to really good? enjoy it um nate did you like it yes yeah okay <laughs> okay then i'll watch it yeah um i think maybe i was like i have i have my mortal Kombat. i don't i mean Mortal Kombat, I could go all the way back to, like, the campy old movies. Yeah, that's what she's talking about. You know. Oh, yeah, well, no, those were those were great. <laughs> with, uh, with fucking, um, oh, God, what is the actor's name? The, oh, Gomez Adams. Gomez Adams? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Uh, this is why I can't, oh, don't no. make me remember... I want to say Julio, but that's not it. Raul Julio? Oh! Raul Julio? Raul Julio. I was close. Um, yeah. You were close. He, yes. Who was he? He was M. Bison, right? Or yes, like he that? was Bison. And that was actually Street Fighter. That was Street, oh, Fighter. Street Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> duh. I always get those confused. I was like, wait, Hey, you know, those fighting games. Street Fighter was well, also... They're all the same. <laughs> Mortal Kombat has, you know, your soul is mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're both... I'm not a fan of either, so I get the two confused all the time. Um, no. One of them, Jackie Chan, dressed up as. That was Chun-Li. That's Street Fighter, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, this new Mortal Kombat... I didn't... You didn't watch it or have no, you, you blocked it. it out of your mind. I had no use for it. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> also, I'm not a remake. You know me. I Remakes are my mortal enemy. So, I don't know. Mortal Kombat has gone like the way that Tekken has of trying to very much force a story into what should be a pretty much simple fighting game. Excuse you. <laughs> I, I read many hours of Tekken fan fiction to know there's a lot of lore. I don't think Thank that counts. You. Uh, oh God. There, there wouldn't be fan fiction lore. without the Lord. All right, moving on from that. Uh, <laughs> um, like I said, I'm going to good stuff first. Um, there may be a new Cloverfield movie coming. 
Now, this is an interesting one. If you look at the link, the link is to nothing but the old slusho.com website. Yeah, I thought thought this was broken. (laughs) So slusho.com is part of the ARG from the original Cloverfield game. The website has been down and not running for years. It just relaunched. Everything's on. I think everything so far, I don't think anybody's found anything new, but it's all the same. But there have been talks for years about another entry into the actual canon like universe because we already have three. We have Cloverfield, Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then the Cloverfield um, Paradox? Paradox. Uh, which I feel like I'm the only person that enjoyed that movie. I don't fucking care. Um <laughs> But no, if if we get a new, I as somebody that absolutely loves that trilogy so far, I don't know. I love that universe. I want more in that universe. Give me more weird ass creatures from parallel universes, all fucking with the human race. I'll take it. Um, that really is it. That's the only thing about that that's on here. I didn't. There's no like actual story attached to it. It really was that website went live and people are like, "Oh, new movie, please." <laughs> um, if that's true, that's a very cool marketing tactic. Also, yeah. interesting that enough people are still looking looking to at notice. that. Yeah, <laughs> there is a <sighs> fandoms are fucking weird. Um, like there are certain things, like a lot of cartoons, a lot of shows that I watch that have ended. Fandoms keep the like subreddits alive and stuff alive based around it. And then there are other things like Cloverfield that people are constantly looking at other movies that are connected that have similar cat like um, either casts or directors or producers, all these things that kind of get tangled up. There was that weird Nazi zombie movie a couple of years back that everybody was like, this this is a Cloverfield movie. There's going to be a connection to Cloverfield somehow, blah, 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 blah. Nothing ever happened. Um, but, like, the the internet was, like, convinced. The Cloverfield internet was convinced that it was connected in some way. Um, I never saw that. I don't know if it was good or not. I can't even remember what the fuck it was called. Um, but, yeah. Uh, now, before we went live, I got you both to watch... Um, I didn't force them. I'm just saying now it leaked. <laughs> I didn't force them to watch this. They chose to watch this, but there was a uh, somebody was sent. Somebody was literally sent a version, a pre, like an unfinished trailer for the Five Nights at Freddy's game, and uh, decided fuck it. Literally, I think the tweet is like fuck it, and he posted his like holding a, his cell phone, recording the, it off of a screen. Uh, onto Twitter, and um, it's the first thing we've seen. We've seen the animatronics like shots, and we've seen Fazbear or um, right Fazbear Entertainment. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, Freddy's Pizzeria. I can't remember. Um, but we've seen like images, nothing video wise whatsoever. Uh, and from this trailer, I am extremely excited for this movie. Uh, I was already excited because of the fact that the animatronics were being worked on by uh, the Henson Monster Lab or whatever it's called. Um, so the animatronics are Jim Henson creations, basically. Uh, they are technically not Muppets. It's a weird offshoot. I don't know. Um, <laughs> 
But like, come on, those guys make some incredible anime, or some animatronics. So I'm very excited to see them actually up and moving. It's not CGI. I'm sure there will be some if like a kid's head get, gets bit off, um, which I'm sure there will. I mean, that's fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, but like, I got Leslie super hyped up just because she did not realize that uh, Matthew Lillard is in the movie. <laughs> And I know, like, I don't know a damn thing. I've watched many hours long Five Nights at Freddy's lore videos. Yeah, but that was many years ago, so I don't even remember who the who that guy is. Like, who he plays? He's the main bad guy. Yeah, but I don't know, like, why he is the guy that killed the kids. I am also really excited now that I see them, like. Physically, yeah, that's really mind blowing. <laughs> See them in physical form. That's gonna be nuts. Like, can you imagine like them taking the the animatronics to like uh, fucking Comic Con and you going and getting your picture hey. with those things? Okay, so <laughs> find out when this movie is coming out because I have exactly that much time for us to get famous. So yeah. that we can go to the premiere because I guarantee the premiere is going to be like a Freddy Fazbear's. It's October. It comes out in October. Okay. Here's the I've problem, Leslie. It's your months. goddamn anniversary weekend. Tell them to pick <laughs> different dates. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Hello. multi-million movie production also, company. Fair, I have a friend whose anniversary week is on the day you release this movie. Can you just fair, not? <laughs> I think the premieres will be earlier. True. We could, okay. probably a, we could probably get an early screening yeah, type yeah, yeah. deal. All right. Well, we All have right, until October to summer. become famous. We'll talk to our connections. We have connections. Yes. Yeah. Like, I connect two Lego bricks together sometimes. Yep. Those Although, are I, like, thinking about it, I don't know if I want to be standing in the room with them. Yeah, it's terrifying, right? They look really good. Like they, <laughs> oh, the lights in the movie theater are going to go out and you just see their eyes. <laughs> Like I see oh, at least one handless kid. Yeah. So um that'll be something. <laughs> no, I it's it's weird how excited I am for a fucking Five Nights at Freddy's movie when I've never played a single game. I like you have only watched lore videos. Uh that's a, that's a lot. Sorry. I've watched the lore videos and I've watched Markiplier play through all of them. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've, I'm sure I've watched Markiplier I mean, play it too. I watched Markiplier play it on the fucking hardest difficulty because yeah, uh, that's how you get it's all the. Funny to watch him be upset for some reason, but <laughs> I remember him throwing his chair not for that, but yeah. for a separate thing. Playing, um, getting over yeah. it with Bennett Father. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm just fucking eating his chair across the room. <laughs> Him constantly cursing out Bennett Foddy through the game. <laughs> oh, you fell. Looks like you fell. Yes. Let me tell you a story about keep on keeping on. Um, all right, I'm going to inject a sad story real quick. Um, unfortunately, as like we keep having it happen, PlayStation has shut down uh, the game developers Pixel Opus, the creators of Concrete Genie. Um, I don't know if seen people play the game looked beautiful i really wanted to get a chance to play it never never had a playstation when it came out um 
and the fact that Leslie is, I think, Googling it right now. She hasn't played it either. Uh, oh, I, I'm Googling <laughs> Pixel Opus now, oh, okay. but I did see the game. It did yeah. look pretty. Um, so the interesting thing about this is the last thing we heard about Pixel Opus was that they were working on a new game alongside Sony Animation Studio. Um, so something somewhere down the pipeline made Sony look at that and was like, hey, fuck it. We don't need you. We don't need this game. Um, possibly an animated feature got canceled as well. We don't know because that's a whole other inside workings of things that we don't have access to. Um, but it always sucks to see more of a, cause they were more of an indie company. Um, obviously, yes, they were owned by PlayStation, but they were basically a owned indie group, if that makes sense. Um, and I believe from what I've seen, it makes it, they made it seem like we were, they were trying to focus their content into more AAA titles, which, in my opinion, is kind of bullshit, but whatever. Um, that's a whole other side of thing. I don't know the game industry well enough for that side of stuff. It's more of the fact that I hate seeing super creative teams be bought up and then shut down um, in every situation. It sucks to see that. Uh, even if they're just being, I mean, hopefully the best case is they shut the studio down and they're just bringing them all into internal teams. I would love that. That news hasn't been reported on in any way, but knowing how usually this works out, they are now jobless. Um, yeah, moving on to not sad things. This is why I do. I like this <laughs> back and forth. I got a good smattering of things. Um, yes, what I have written down here and not linked to anything, it is the dumbest thing. It'll be really quick. I said, fuck, do I need Magic the Gathering cards now? Um, <laughs> Wizards of the Coast, that's magic, right? Yes. Yeah, Wizards of the, Co uh, the Coast announced they are making an entire set of Doctor Who magic cards. Oh, Lord. There's going to be a Doctor Commander deck, isn't there? There are multiple Doctor Commander decks, including oh, a Villains Commander deck. <laughs> um, fuck. And there's a special rule that if one of your commanders is a Doctor, you can have a second commander that is a Companion. So, breaking the whole world of Magic Gathering. Obviously, Magic Gathering is big in the news again because people seem to endlessly love it um i i just am bad at card games so i just own things because they look cool i never played pokemon <laughs> for po the actual card game i just wanted a holographic charizard i don't think a lot of us did i know right those mm. the people that ended up this is not now obviously things have changed nerds are more accepted the people that actually played pokemon when we were kids were the ones that we kind of usually didn't talk to too much or we didn't play it for real like that. Like, we were like, ah, Charizard does fireball. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> the like doing, made like... it up, yeah. <laughs> when you saw somebody playing with those little rock tokens, you're like, oh, no. You I never serious. saw that. You yeah. never saw that? Oh, man. Nerd. <laughs> 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 like, you got extra stuff. You don't just have the card binder. Yeah. Boo. Oh, God. <laughs> um. No, I and this is obviously before because later this year, I believe either this year or next year, um, another company working with Disney is basically releasing 
Disney Magic the Gathering, which I already in my head I'm like, ooh, am I gonna learn have to learn how to play a Magic the Gathering type game? Um, but then of course this gets announced and I'm like, these cards look really fucking cool. Um Again, I probably won't. I don't have that kind of extra money. Magic the Gathering is expensive. Uh just wanted to throw that in there because I thought that was really cool that we're they're expanding to another obviously just recently this year we got um Lord of the Rings. Uh and people fucking loved it. Um, speaking of people complaining about things being woke, we got... Didn't they make Aragorn black? Right? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the card the has card? Aragorn black, and everybody's like, no! I just... I hope they did, just because it pisses off the right people. <laughs> <laughs> the right people, you're right. Uh, <laughs> you're right, because Google... I googled Aragorn magic and... Magic the Gathering card black you... <laughs> is like the third thing. So. I thought you were just going to type Aragorn woke. <laughs> Hold on. Aragorn woke. Let me see what happens when I type that in. Oh, oh yep. First thing. Aragorn is black. Video on YouTube. <laughs> Literally. It's not just Aragorn. It's Aragorn is black in all caps. Lord of the Rings goes super woke in all caps. <laughs> Wait, I've got to watch that. Then the second one, Aragorn race swapped in all caps by woke woke. wizards of the coast. Not race swapped. (laughs) I don't want to click on these things. One because this one we stole it. We stole Aragorn. Get over. There's a Reddit thread. Aragorn is black, according to Watsy. Oh God. (laughs) The woke elite are the drug dealers issuing that dopamine. (laughs) Like what the? Who writes this shit? Like who actually sits out of the computer and has these words spill out of their brain? The middle of America. Oh, just the middle. Just the middle. Can we just can we bomb just that area? Oh, no, shit. there's, there's the problem. There are them. good people sometimes in those areas. I mean they're called flyover there. states. We can fly bombers over them. <laughs> Alright. Um I guess this is the last like kinda interesting one, more fun. Um Kathleen Kennedy recently has said that she's been kinda looking at the James Bond franchise to work on the future of Star Wars. Obviously, a lot of people blame Kathleen Kennedy for everything that has gone wrong with Star Wars. That's because, again, people are fucking stupid on the internet. Um, most old school... I, I can't stand most old school Star Wars fans in general. Um, but basically, the idea behind that is looking at how, instead of having yearly movies or bi-yearly movies... Uh, for the Star Wars franchise, she's thinking of making it more of an event. When a when a James Bond movie happens, it is a it's a big thing. Um, obviously, more recently there have been less time between the movies, but even with that, that's still like two or three years. Um, so people have time to work on the movie, unless there's a fucking writer strike. Um, <laughs> looking at you, uh, Quantum of Solace. Um, <laughs> God, that's so upsetting uh but yeah kevin kennedy hopefully working on making the the future of star wars movies um a little bit more strict i guess um i was all for it i you know there's there's a side of me that had no issue with give me a give me a cool little anthology movie every other year um Mm -hmm. but you know just give me star wars that's my thing i like star wars I thought every Star Wars a year was a terrible idea. That's a lot. Because I was yeah. 
I was concerned. I was very concerned about what that meant for the quality. Um, and then Solo happened. <laughs> and I said, oh, this is about what I was expecting. There is, there's good. <laughs> there is good within Solo. And that good is Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian and um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Nope. Yes. I like Solo better than Rise of Skywalker. So <laughs> That, yeah. <laughs> It's canon. You can't change it now, Nate. They're working forward with it. Race coming I, I back. Under, I understand that. All I hope is, again, give the reins to the people who love Star Wars. Give it to Dave Filoni. Give it to John Favreau, and let them do their thing. Everything Star Wars they have touched so far has turned into fucking gold. Yeah, <laughs> they're really good at retroactively making the things that we didn't like about the the trilogy movies actually kind of cool. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, fucking Clone Wars. Clone Wars made me okay with the prequel trilogy. Uh, well, no, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for Star Wars. I mean, the next movie I think that is slated should be um, Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie, which, mm -hmm. ooh, what the fuck is that going to be? Um, <laughs> now, I will say, now because of how that worked out, future of everything, TV, movies, and all, are kind of in a weird limbo spot right now uh, because we are in the second time of my life going through or our lives. Yeah. Uh, going through the writer's guild of America striking. Um, now people immediately are like, Oh, that can't be too bad. Whatever. We can still have <laughs> movies. And as people that have lived through this once, it I'll can be bad. Forget. Um, <laughs> How soon they forget. <laughs> yeah, it's very upsetting. Um, like from a obviously from a consumer side of things, your shows might get canceled. Your shows might get delayed. Um, two of the shows that are the most concerning, not concerning. What's the word? Whatever. The ones that people are worried about the most right now. Uh, Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary season three has not even begun. They they started writing, but they had to. They one hundred percent just boom stopped. Um, and no matter how popular a show company or, uh, the, the studios 100% will be like, you know what? We don't need you anymore. We'll just drop you. We don't have time. We don't have the money. We don't have the patience to wait for you guys to give up on wanting more money. Um, mm -hmm. another one that I believe they said they had one day in the writing room was yellow jackets. Uh, they also have not written the next season. So it is also up in the air on what's going to happen with them. Um, a majority of the larger productions movie wise have been put on hold. Poor blade has been delayed again. <laughs> um, some films or some TV shows and films are still moving forward specifically. Uh, and, or I know has been, it's been announced that they are still working on production. Um, the downside to that is they can only work on the scripts that were made. They cannot change anything to do with the writing uh, technically. I guess technically you can have somebody be a fucking scab and come in and do whatever, but that's a whole other issue. Um, but no, it's very much the Writers Guild. They're literally just asking for what we all want, to be paid for what we're doing. <laughs> um, 
they have there have been multiple people putting out like hey here's a breakdown this is how much we get paid this is how much gets take, taken out of that and this is not a regular check this mm-hmm. is a hey i signed on for this one job i get my pay mm-hmm. i might not get another job for months years um mm-hmm. because that's how the fucking world of television and movies works um, yeah well it's um it's it's them not being paid in multiple different ways. It is of course the normal checks paid out as contract per, you know, writing gig, right? But then it's things like streaming residuals. The current model of residuals yeah. for streaming isn't paying them out like it would say an actor who played in that role or a producer or somebody else who worked on that show. They aren't getting paid their fair share of those residuals. And then sort of the big thing that kicked off the strike is the fear over software like chat GPT not being used to like automate the writing process, but to literally just take the roles of writers yeah. um, to have an AI essentially shit out a script and then have an editor go through the script and fine tune it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's... I was going to say on the side of the streaming stuff, it's, it's interesting because the way that it is being paid currently and handled makes it seem like we just started streaming streaming is a new thing um there Mm -hmm. aren't 30 different streaming companies that are putting out original content every year um (laughs) it's it things that have not been updated i'll be honest probably since the last strike um i think Mm -hmm. streaming had just started around that time um or getting more popular with both hulu and netflix so having regular televised products in regular film in theater kind of deals happening being the big thing still at that time made sense but now we've moved into a time where hey movies in theaters for a month and then boom it's on streaming services across the globe um and people just are not getting getting anywhere near enough money for that shit Mm -hmm. um well I, i just don't think enough people realize like that when we say that writers aren't making enough money, like a lot of people think this is like, oh, well, you have, you know, a dream job. You're a writer for film and TV and stuff like that, right? But there are a lot of sacrifices that need to be made to get to that position in someone's life personally and professionally. And then on top of that, again, you are getting paid mostly gig by gig. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have a gig for years, where does that leave you and your family financially? <laughs> um you know, these people may live in some of the most expensive cities in the world, but it's not because they choose to. It's because that's where the jobs are. Um, if they don't live in L.A., if they don't live, you know, in um, if they don't live in Hollywood proper, if they don't live in New York, um, St. Louis, Detroit, places where movies and TVs get made. Movies and TVs, movies and TV shows get made. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they they just aren't going to get paid anything. Um, and the issue is, again, we have this disconnected corporate world that permeates through all business where anyone in the modern age could write for a TV show or movie remotely, but the executives at the top of these things don't want them to. They want you to be sitting in an office that they rented. They want you to, you know, be under the guise of a middle manager who you know, comes around and micromanages your shit all day long. Um, And it sucks for everybody. So these strikes are going to continue to happen. Um, And as much as I know people are looking forward to certain TV shows and movies, 
you know, if you're on the right side of history in this case, then you got to be on the side of the strikers. You have to support them in this case fully, um, you know, and let them do what they need to do in order to get what they deserve back. We just had the situation with the rail strike where our own fucking president shut that shit down. And that sucks for the rail workers immensely. Um, it sucks for still East Palestine, Ohio, which is still basically a fucking poison well to this day. <laughs> um, so if you want to see, I mean, that's, that's the ultimate example I can give you right now in modern times. If you want to see the results of a strike being broken, mm -hmm. look at East Palestine right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess moving on to the. <laughs> well, it's not a super upsetting, but it's an, it's an interesting one. Um, game leaks. Game leaks happen all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's just little small things like a, a player's guide or something like that. Uh, or in the case of Tears of the Kingdom, the full game has been fully leaked as in somebody received it started playing it on a stream and then uploaded the files for the entire game where you can technically by definitely illegal ways just in this one situation i'm going to put it out there you can play tears of the kingdom right now on your pc um but yeah the entire game is leaked so be very very careful out there if you're still avoiding spoilers Somebody uh, get the whole game and was playing it on stream. So it the how they obtained it, not a hundred percent sure. Um, it could have been Amazon fucked up, sent it out early, some other random store breaking street date, or they it or it fell off the back of a truck, um, which is always <laughs> the the best excuse. Uh, there's actually a, a a record store near or near us all that. Um, I used to joke that that's how they got a lot of their stuff because they would sell movies and TV <laughs> or they would sell yeah, Blu-rays and DVDs and even music before it was released. Um, and I'm like, yeah. oh, do you guys just how do you you're just breaking street date, right? You just don't fucking care. Uh, and they I literally had one of them at one point say, oh, no, it actually fell off a truck. Uh, and I'm like, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Off um, that locked trailer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, the entire game is online. Uh, you, If you want spoilers, you can find them. If you don't, be careful. Block, you know, do the normal block keywords on Twitter and all that fun shit. Uh, it's funny, though, because <laughs> people online have been getting upset with Kotaku, specifically, about spoilers for the game. Uh, because they made an article in with all of their articles that contain spoilers, they do the whole, everything beyond this point is spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, stop reading. People, mm -hmm. I guess, decide that that isn't actually words and they ignore it and they get upset that they read spoilers for a game that they were told there are spoilers for. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's your fault. Exactly. Uh, and there are people that are like, well, this is just more Kotaku being a horrible company and, and ruining games for other people. I'm like, no, wah, it's not. Wah, no, wah, it's not. Um, now, I will say specifically, I believe one of the uh, people that work for Kotaku, possibly the writer of this specific article, um, did make a tweet uh, kind of being like, this is what you get for not letting us be part of your promotional uh, content. Because <laughs> unfortunately, Kotaku is still banned on Nintendo's blacklist of you don't get early access, you don't get to come to our press 
press screenings and stuff like that. So petty. Why? Yeah, it's so cut. Nintendo is... We've talked about this a long time. All I'm going to say is Nintendo likes to keep their cards close to their chest and hates it anytime something like this happens. To the point they will straight up ruin somebody's life in certain cases because of it. (laughs) Um, The interesting thing, though, is it's not just Nintendo for Kotaku. Kotaku has a history of kind of skirting that line of we are reporting more than we not that we should but Mm -hmm. they in the past have posted things leak kind of things stuff that they shouldn't be legally Mm -hmm. allowed to talk about because they could possibly be under um they're under nda NDA for embargoes and things like that so it, it is interesting when somebody like for if like hey an ign who they have all this information on game before it comes out so they can write information write these blog po- or uh, these reviews and articles mm-hmm. but if a leak happens that contains information that is within that NDA do you make a post about that you personally know that this information is true but you can handle it like this is a thing that has been talked about this is out in the open we are not specifically confirming it but this blah 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 uh, and mm-hmm. that's kind of a very weird journalistic gray area. Um, yeah. I and that's mean, why good. even in the past week, because we have no access to anything. Anything that we know, mm-hmm. we get from the internet. If somebody leaks a thing, I will talk about the fact that there's a leak. I have right. never posted the actual leak. I will say, mm-hmm. be careful. It is out there. Like the whole Zelda thing, the entire fucking game's out. Same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Some guy put the entire fucking synopsis on Twitter, and I'm like, be fucking careful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, these companies, again, they're, they're these journalistic companies, again, are subject to things like NDAs and review embargoes. And I think part of the, I think what's exasperating the problem in a lot of situations is some publishers will have review embargoes all the way up to day of launch for a game right which means most of them do i feel like nowadays yeah but that means like in the past where i used to read game informer quite a bit game informer had both previews of games and then later on reviews after that game was launched the market i guess you could call it for previews has kind of gone away because of practices like that there is no way to effectively preview a game for an audience because by the time you are ready to put that content out, the game has launched because you've been held under this embargo that says you cannot say anything about this game, even if we gave you a review copy until that day at this specific time. Yeah. Um, now, I will say specifically on Tears of the Kingdom, um, <laughs> there was a press event. There was a specific press event that people came out, were invited, and got to play a um I believe it was like a 10 minute to 70 minute, depending on the outlet. Uh, You could have had up to 70 minutes with the game. Um, And those first impressions, while yes, there were certain things that it's not even that they weren't allowed to talk about. It was, they weren't allowed to do in the game Um, specifically Gene Park. um, I can't remember if he's, if he's IGN or I can't remember which companies he's with right now, Mm -hmm. but he specifically said that he came across a thing, did a puzzle. It unlocked a door and he was told he's not allowed to go into that door. He unlocked. Uh, And Mm -hmm. from what he could gather from the outside, it seemed like it was a dungeon and that he had unlocked an actual dungeon. 
Um, but he wasn't allowed to talk about that, could not get it confirmed or anything like that. Um, but overall, impressions in general, I know I have it crossed out, but just because the stream of how this is being talked about, they people love it. People say that this <laughs> is... it. While, yes, the, the main overworld of Hyrule is, for the most part, the same world, there is an above-ground, or there's a, the Sky Islands, Skylands, mm-hmm. if you will, um, and then there's the <laughs> below-ground stuff. Um, and it's one of those, we di- haven't really gotten into the under under Hyrule stuff that much, we just know it exists. Um, mm-hmm. But gameplay-wise, people are talking about the fact that this feels like a new game. The way it plays, the way that some of the, the abilities handle is a completely different thing. Um, they actually, Gene Park specifically, he said in his 70 Minutes because of being so used to Breath of the Wild, he didn't even get his hand. He wasn't 100% used to the controls yet. Um, Mm -hmm. And that makes sense. I mean, normally in those games, you get an ability at a time. You don't automatically have all these abilities unlocked and have to try and work and play with them all in in tandem, I guess. Um, So I, like I, I mean, speaking of games that we were hype on, while I was very (laughs) hyped about Redfall, fucking Tears of the Kingdom, man, uh, <laughs> Breath of the Wild holds a very special place for me. So getting this game is, I'm, I'm just, like, ache, oof, oof. I'm just waiting to build a, ro- a Gundam out of rocks and sticks. Exactly. <laughs> I want to fuse all the things. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So okay. Yes. Do we really well, do want to go into the Phil Spencer stuff or? I don't know. I don't think guys. so. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. go into something on the list here because I brought it up with you when we went to go get comics. Oh, last. yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it kind of comes off the back of the writer Strike stuff we talked about. So Wizards of the Coast uh, sent the fucking Pinkertons to a YouTuber's house. <laughs> um, and for those of you who don't know why I'm using the expletive there, the Pinkertons are the bad guys in Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> um <laughs> also so what really happened with this news is people now found out that the pinkertons still exist yeah <laughs> so just some background here so the pinkertons basically are private security agents started way 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 back before even the fucking civil war um these guys are known mostly for their strike breaking activity they were ba- they're basically private police hired by rich people to fuck poor people up for doing stuff Wait, um, this getting is in their a way. real thing? This is real. Yeah. This isn't like... This what? ain't... No, not for play play. Um, <laughs> not for play play. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they sent the Pinkertons to a YouTuber's house because this YouTuber picked up a Magic the Gathering set at a local gaming store um, and decided to do a whole YouTube reveal of the set. Right? Like, Anyone who's into Magic the Gathering who is a YouTuber would do. Um, so to him, he did nothing out of the normal until eventually this private police force shows up at his home, knocks on the door, his wife answers the door, they demand that he comes outside, they're like cursing at his wife and stuff like that, and he's like, y'all need to back the fuck up. <laughs> um, he calls the real police and gets the issue sorted out. Um <laughs> But, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, all I can really say about this, if you're the fucking executive of a company, don't hire the goddamn Pinkertons to go to somebody's house because you're going to probably get somebody fucking killed, honestly. Yeah. 
and I mean that literally. These guys, when I say these guys are, you know, known for their strike breaking activity, most of their strike breaking activity um, involved full blown massacres of strikers. <laughs> so, um, these are not nice people. They are not decent people at all. Um, the Pinkertons are an organization that should probably no longer exist, but because they're a private company, nobody has the power to sort of just mm -hmm. rule them out of existence at this point. Um, <laughs> what? The fuck? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but why did they? But why? What was wrong with his video? Well, the problem is the set that he reviewed on YouTube wasn't supposed to be out yet. It's called March of the Machine: The Aftermath. Um, it's not his again, fault. <laughs> exactly, it's not his fault. But again, disconnected, disconnected corporate executives. I mean, Wizards of Coast has been in hot water since the whole fucking D and D thing. Um, but they're they're disconnected from reality, and they believe they they speak two languages: money and force. And in this case, they decided to go with force. Um, Watsi claims they did try to contact this person in private several times before they resorted to this option, but A, they probably didn't, and B, this is not an option that should have been resorted to in the first place. Um, they could have simply issued a copyright claim against the video and had it taken care of that way. Um, but, again, Wizards of the Coast is, has been doing shady shit for... In recent history. Um, that seems so extreme. Oh, it is extreme. It's extreme to the fullest extent, but this is what corporations resort to now. Um, because they're so afraid of losing a single cent that needs to go towards their shareholders. <laughs> um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I just, I feel bad about even dealing with Wizards of the Coast period at this point i mean yes i love D, &D. i get why people love magic the gathering you know all of their properties are fun and interesting but they have been doing more and more shit that is leading into me to believe that they have brought the corporate line hook line and sinker that protecting their bottom line at all costs is the goal um they have <laughs> they don't seem to be interested in doing anything else um, they're not interested in improving their properties or games in any way. They're not interested in expanding those property or games in interesting ways for more people to consume. They're just interested in having what they have and punishing anybody who dares to come up against them. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but they're yeah, releasing Doctor Who. Doctor Who set, though, Nate. All right, well, everyone can spam their salt memes in the chat since I got that out now. <laughs> oh, that's right. You actually do have a, uh, hold on. A salt emote. Salt yes. emote. Salt, 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 salt. Salt. Um, that is nuts. I have no idea that mm -hmm. these secret goons existed. Exactly. And that, that was the shocking thing for me is it wasn't just like, oh, the Wizards of the Coast did a very bad thing. The initial reaction, like Chris said, for a lot of people was, the Pinkerton still exist? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, eh, so what happened to this guy? Is I mean, like he he's called okay the now. police and were the police like, no, the police get the fuck out of here, you fake police. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, the police did tell the Pinkertons to fuck off, that they really had no jurisdiction to do what they were doing. 
Um, again, they are a private security agency. They really have no ability to just come up to somebody's house and seize property. <laughs> Sorry, we got technically breaking at least at this point at this point it's like 20 minutes old um so as part of the i didn't bring it up initially um as part of the writer strike um tonight was the mtv movie and tv awards um initially it was supposed to be a live event that was going to be hosted by um my mind blank on her name drew barrymore uh Drew Barrymore came out and said she was standing along with the WGA and not going to perform, not coming to this performance, not going to do this oh. at all. Uh, and initially MTV was like, we have backups to our backups. Um, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> and they all called out. Sick well, to... <laughs> so that's the thing that continued. And then they announced that they were, instead of doing a live event, instead of doing a live event to avoid dealing with the strike they were going to do a pre-tape event. As of now, the MTV 2023 MTV Movie and TV Awards has been canceled. <laughs> and instead, oh, will air as a clip show amid the writer's strike. <laughs> well, good on you, writers. Wow. Yeah, yeah enough some people, actual damage. Yeah, a, non, a combination of the strike and I'm sure enough of the people that were supposed to be attending uh, said, fuck you. And, uh, yeah, got an entire fucking award show canceled. Yep. That's well, that's, cool. that's the goal of a strike. Start shutting, shutting shit down. Yeah. Also, Maybe weirdly enough, they put, cause they put so out like funny this. She waited until they were... well, that's, that's a tactic you have to employ in these situations yeah. is you kind of have to wait till the last minute. Cause if you, so if you do it early, that gives them time to prepare. You have to catch them on the fucking back foot and show them like, Hey, you fuck with me. Now I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go for the, the uh, high five down low and then you pull your hand and you say too slow. I wonder if they already paid her. I hope so. Yes, that's, that's exactly how Drew Barrymore. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what's up MTV? High five. Down low. Too slow. I'm fucking with, I'm standing with the strikers. <laughs> I hope she got there. I would have gotten there in the morning got all dressed up like I was gonna do it. <laughs> Take like, the money and be like, alright, peace. Yeah. Which, okay. What was that? No, oh, that's so that's what I would have done. I would have checked with, like, one of the one of the production assistants and be like, so you did pay my agent for this, right? Cool. Alright, bye. And then just tell that <laughs> tell that guy, like, okay, tell them I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking about Drew Barrymore in general, um, I've seen clips. I have not watched an episode of her, a full episode of her talk show. Is oh she God. like the greatest talk show host ever now? No. Um, I think <laughs> what people like about her is that she's just so normal. Like, yeah. very down to earth. She like fangirls over everybody that she talks to as if she's not famous and yeah. hasn't been famous since she was a, a baby. Kid. And that's like the thing that plays into it. it was like she is definitely a she was a child star that went through a lot of shit. Um and you know, years later finally came out and is much better, much healthier. And I think that was one of those things where she's very open about that on the show too. Um because I see the clips of her doing that thing where like she like 
scooches up really close to people. She'll get down in front of people, like, in get out of her chair and be, like, on her, like, is just sitting down right in front and, like, holding their hands and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's the most adorable fucking thing I've ever seen, and I love seeing the clips. Um, and it seems like the internet loves it, so... Yeah, I say I say she's not a talk show. Well, it's because I I responded that way because she's not being a talk show. She's host. just being her. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why. But she's being her, and she's not boring, because there are plenty of talk shows that have come and gone because the person couldn't carry yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what it is. Plus, she's she doesn't take herself so seriously, and she has a lot of fun with it. Yeah, she's um, not Ellen. That's a plus. She's not. <laughs> She's um, definitely yeah. not James Corden, which is like all the pluses. So I think she does. He still have his show? No, his show's done. They're replacing his show with a re, um, a reboot of At Midnight, mm. which the is a. Is it's a. Um, it's basically a improv show, like a oh, competitive okay. improv show. It is the closest thing the United States. Like USTV has ever come to a British panel show, where nothing matters, people are just having fun, and it's it was great. The only downside was it used to be hosted by Chris, uh, fuck, what's that douchebag's name? Oh, Nerdist, Chris something. What? Oh, Chris say, Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of the biggest douche on TV in any situation. I wouldn't say that. There are a lot of big douches on TV. Well, he's not on TV anymore. He's uh, not Tucker Carlson. So oh, gonna, the no. talk. He's not on TV guy. anymore either. <laughs> well, that is true. <laughs> uh, remember this guy? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I remember this guy. I we hugged years ago. We hugged. You hugged this man. I hugged this man. <laughs> Almost Take a, all your skin off. Almost a decade ago. <laughs> Take all of your skin off now. Um, it is yeah, trash. We saw. It is we, filth. we went to a live show of the Nerdist podcast. It was him. Uh, it was him and uh, Matt, Matt, Myra, and Jonah. Crap, I can't remember Jonah's last name. I like Jonah the most. <laughs> um, it was great. Loved it. He has always been the worst part, but it was more of like a we hugged because our names are Chris. Um, change yeah. name. No. Fuck him. Make him he, change his he name. change his name. <laughs> Make him um, change his name. <laughs> I mean, he did. He used to be at Nerdist, and then he gave it up for the company. Um, <laughs> I think he's like at Hardwick or something. I don't fucking know. He f- kind of fell off the face of the earth after he had some allegations brought up against him. Good. Boom. I hope he falls uh, off the actual face of the earth. Nate, like into space. It is not <laughs> flat earth. Did Nate, did you just say that? Did, are you a flat earther? Did I just learn that you're a flat earther? No. I'm okay, a good. hemispherical earther. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, hey, actual, actual podcast over. <laughs> now time for everyone's favorite part and by that the thing that we sometimes remember exists no context recommendations no context recommendations what, hold on hold on we gotta what wait leslie was voguing <laughs> oh, you said there was like a sound so like put it with the sound <laughs> i'm now making that video a part of the sound just like... just clip that part the sound over her yeah <laughs>
Oh, uh, I'm going first. Um, <laughs> Polite Society. It is a movie. Ooh. Yeah, I think we should at least do that part. Ooh! Ooh! Yep. Okay. What? Wait, <laughs> what? Did you, did you see it? I'm guessing you saw it? No! Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm going to see it. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. It's on my list. <laughs> um, no context. Okay, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it when we see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my turn. So, um, my recommendation is a manga called Sakamoto Days. I love. This is the first time we've done a no context. Want people to be sad. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say this is the first uh, no context that I know all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. Talk cool, about cool. it for once. Um, mine, mine is uh, <laughs> technically there is context within this episode if you pay attention, um, but it is the kind of funny X Cast episode one hundred thirty seven, specifically very specific episode. Uh, once you listen to it or look at it, you will know why. But that's why it's no context. Anyway, that's been no context. I have a great recommendation. This has been. No context recommendations. <laughs> Did you click through on it just to see what it was? I just the little box popped. Yeah. Up. Um all right. Well, hey, everyone out there in internet world, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for liking and subscribing and hitting that like button and that star button. Those stars, you can do five stars on all the podcast services from what I hear. Uh we would love to get some reviews, maybe some comments on some stuff. We can like bring it up. You can recommend topics. I think on the website there was a spot that you could do that, but I don't know if that's still there anymore. I gotta look into it. That's a whole other thing. Uh, anyway, yeah, if you like what we you see, what you hear, what we're doing, our beautiful faces, uh, you can find us on all the social media. Just search Space Time Taco. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Time Lord Burrito. You can find Nate at well, on specifically Instagram right now at a little teapot eighty nine. <laughs> I'm gonna let you do your and <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Kimono Jones and you can find me on Twitter at Kimono underscore Jones. The underscore is very crucial. Uh and hopefully when Discord puts in this whole you have to get a at username uh, we can all get our actual names, fingers crossed. Um, may, if only we knew somebody at Discord. <laughs> we can't use, we can't be I, I using we our, can't. our... We can't. Our can't. <laughs> 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 all right, well, go. oh yeah, if you want to support us directly, I um, I always forget, I'll just put this before in the actual recording, who knows. Uh, you, can, you can also, you know, subscribe to our Patreon, um, we are trying to rework it, mostly because I need to talk to a certain other member uh, to see if they want to do anything specific for any of the um, donation thingies. Or donations, subscriptions, supports. So yeah, thank you. Patreon.com slash Space Time Taco. I forgot what we were called. I forgot what we were called. It's been a day. <laughs> it has been a long fucking weekend. Um, Man invents thing. Man immediately forgets things. Ah, <laughs> yep, that's how it works. Um, I make this? I make this? Uh, <laughs> go inside and play video games. 